Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast, um, presented by DJ City. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We have DJ D Miles here. What's good? What's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. DJ Neva is getting his ass fixed <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> Y'all changing it every week. <laughs> nah, Neva's actually in New York. He's with family. Uh, but we got a special guest, one of Philly's finest, one half of Holotronics. I've, I've kind of i don't i've been in circles with oh no no with we, you yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Punk, we punk. but uh we, we've never been like really like we've never really like right we kicked it but we right. got low low budget low b in the building right now yeah, yeah. what's Fuck good me. man pleasure to be here man i'm no. a fan of the show well yo, good looking yeah. man i appreciate that you man. drove all the way from la for us man <laughs> pretty <laughs> much love. man yeah yeah, yeah. Shout out to you bro. i like driving though man i'll drive for i've driven all I says, over the place man very very uh you know you like release a lot of stretches yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Put on something, music or something. Oh, wait, so uh, how often do you come to the West? West Man, Coast? I haven't been here in years. Really? Yeah, like lately I've been super local, you know? Yeah, like yeah. I kind of like, uh, I mean, there was a point where I kind of like thought DJing might be done, you know? Yeah. Mm. And, um, but you know, the game needs me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they need me, I gotta it come. Keeps calling you? <laughs> nah, it's like, they're like, yeah, like people, you know? I feel like dudes our age, like we're kind of like, Everyone I know that lives off DJ mostly is kind of like older. It seems like, right? You know, and um, why is that? You think? Um, because of like you know the stuff you guys talk about a lot, like uh, the experience, the, mm-hmm. being able to cater to like that late twenties, early thirties crowd that mm-hmm. might be spending a little more money. You know what right. I mean? And um, just the music catalog, being able to read a room, right, right, a little bit more, yeah, a lot, very seasoned, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of young young dudes that can do it, but I feel like they're they're usually busy. Like that's the time when you can throw your own parties. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like like when I was in my twenties, that's what we were doing. That's yeah, that's because re- when you're doing your parties, there's really no money in it in the beginning, right? And it's kind of like you're doing it yeah. for the love. And, it's for the love, and and, and you get to be the man. Yeah. You get yeah. to, like you get to be the man in your scene, right? You know? And True. you know, all, you know, the girls come out to your party. You know? <laughs> once, once, that, once you get over yeah. a certain age, it's it's not just well, you're just not your friends just don't go out anymore after right. a certain age. So it's like you kind of have to switch roles and just be like, yo, I'm just gonna be. The best DJ, yeah, that's true. Just hold it down. I had know? to, prom- I had to in the beginning of, in New York. I had to promote my own parties in mm. order to DJ, right? Right. And then yeah. you just get all your homies there, yeah. right? Yeah. And then after a while, you build up a name, and then nightclubs want to hire you and stuff. Yeah. Like right, that. Yeah. right. 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 Yeah. I was always works. working too, like doing my own parties, but I would still do like um, you know downtown Philly spots where yeah. I had to you know play the joints. No can you can you I break work. down the Philly scene? Because I remember like so, I'm obviously cool with. Uh, DJ Eleven and mm. I'm I'm cool with Ayers and uh, Cosmo. I haven't spoken to Cosmo in so long though. Yeah. Cosmo Baker, shout to him, shout to Ayers and Eleven. They would do these trips. They would do these road trips from New York. And yeah, you we went would, with them on one. Yeah, I would that, that's to, the last time I remember hanging with you. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was yeah. when we would do these road trips to Philly, and I would just go with them, and I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'll go to Philly." Right, <laughs> yeah, right. And then we would go to Philly, and they would DJ. I forgot these spots. One was here. Denim. Denim, which is now yes. called Coda, which uh-huh. had like three other names between them right. times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Denim, I, I think Cosmo was still doing like a residency there or something uh-huh. at the time, even though he had moved to New York. But uh, yeah, I remember you. And it was Catch over. Dubs, right? Is, is it Nick Catch Dubs? Nick was there. Nick, I mean, Nick was always around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was there that night, though. Okay, okay. But I remember just going on a road trip. And for the life of me, I don't remember a lot of the music. Yeah. Maybe I was too. I, I think that time old. it was all like Neptunes. 
it was, it was yeah, it's just it's like yeah, it was very similar to New York. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in retrospect, and then we we would go there, we would have a good time, get a couple cheesesteaks, and then we would drive back pretty yeah, much to New York. Yeah, yeah, and I would do the same thing. I'd go mm-hmm. to New York, drive back at like four a.m. But you guys close at like two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, where I DJ at now, it's like after hours. Yeah. And so after hours in Philly, it's 3.15. Really? 3.15, like, yeah, wow. Yeah. You still serve alcohol? Until <laughs> uh, like 3, you're allowed to do it. You can stay bad. open late, but, you know, after no the alcohol. bar closes, yeah. there's not really much point in being open. But sometimes they do just to, you know, keep it fun. But yeah. I think after hours pretty much means you're going to close between 3 and 3.30, yeah. which for me is the perfect slot, mm-hmm. you know, because you're not getting that extra hour where it's just like people hanging out trying yeah. to play. Like, I remember doing New York. I'd be like, yo, that's the last hour. It's crazy. Like, like four, yeah, three to four. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like the stragglers looking to kind of find <laughs> out. Right. Drunk girl. <laughs> 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 like, you know. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I DJ just that. Sort of, I remember doing Sway. Do you remember Sway? I remember Sway. Yeah. I, I remember actually hearing you and Diplo at Marquee upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, th- I remember that place a lot, too, because that's where I got one of my DJ injuries that still lasts me to this day. What? I dislocated my shoulder against the booth. What? Oh, shit. The upstairs thing, you had to, oh, like, you crawl to cl- under a bar. Yeah, okay. And I, like, went and I stumbled. And to break my fall, I put my arm out and I, like, popped out of my shoulder. And to this nice. day, if I'm ever trying to do, like, weights or something uh-huh. like that, it's, like, are you uh, serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Damn, fucking crazy. I, at that time, I like, got winded. I had to sit down and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always remember that place because of that and a few other t- things. Yeah, I was doing some uh, wild shit. I mean, it was a lot of Dirty South. Yeah. And it was it was, it was was like Salt Shaker into like Sheila E. Uh, yeah, I liked, I had like- Love a, Bazaar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always did like Salt Shaker into like, uh, what was it? It was a rock track. Probably like- not back in black. Was it back in black? I love rock and roll or something like you know. Probably, how yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you guys did. Did you guys spin in New York much? Because I would. Yeah. I would, you did. Yeah. I yeah. didn't catch you guys out there too much because that was the only time I really. You're probably you. working. Probably I was mm-hmm. working. That's yeah. why we never get to see each other. Yeah, like there's so many friends I've known them for years. I've been like I've seen you DJ like twice. But can you break down like Philly for me and the yeah. sound and, okay. and why you guys breed all of these amazing DJs? You know what I mean? Like Jazz right. what's Jeff. The, what's in the water over there? Cosmo know, Baker, Mighty Mike. I think there is like just a serious tradition that comes more from like uh, like a block party type yeah. vibe, where it was like uh, block parties are really popular in Philly. They just mm. like block off a street. You can do it like right. legally, or you can just tie some tape to a chair, and then no one goes down the street that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's kind of like the big outdoor celebration, and not that I was around for that, but I think in the '80s that formulated the sound a lot. Um, I definitely would say like the West Philly guys like Cash Money, yeah. Jazzy Jeff, like yeah. come from the that that party rock tradition, and um, and then it just kind of gets passed down. Like I worked at the record store at Armand's, which was kind of like uh, I guess like the rock and soul or uh, Beach Street of Philly. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like the big record stores, and uh, yeah, it just kind of gets passed down, and everyone has like their dudes that they look up to, yeah. and. Um, you kind of like got to represent and you all have these like these weird records that you still have to play and there's like we like, did it like what like what all right here's a weird one kwame only you yeah you know what i okay. mean is that a big the Padoka, the polka dot era. <laughs> yeah 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 that's like i think that song's bigger in philly than it is anywhere else really you can't <laughs> wait to this day yeah maybe now is getting a little old head if you play it now but i remember that record growing up that <laughs> was like a big like skate okay so record. for a while i didn't know why it was so big 
I finally found pause. out. <laughs> Are you gonna say it my was first on the pause Fresh within five minutes? Huh? It, it was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, that no. one yeah. was it. Yeah, in a club scene. He yeah. Was in okay. A club oh yeah, he was yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, and Kwame Only You was one of the yeah, records. Okay, yeah. so, but I th- maybe this is the connection of why it was there. Mm-hmm. Kwame's DJ was Tat Money, who was a big Philly DJ uh, of that. Okay, era. yeah. I just found that out myself because I was asked. I always I'm like, yo, why is that song so popular? Yeah, and um. Like oh yeah you didn't know like when that when that shit came out because I was only like twelve or thirteen when that came but apparently like that was the big thing like yo Tap Money's DJing for Kwame wow. and, um, so I don't know that's what I heard from people so it's like the Montel Jordan of this is like this is how we do it of Philly um, <laughs> it would definitely go in that yeah. set really like, yeah it's it's like uh, you would do maybe like a uh, Kwame only you and then like a Chub Rock and then like a Tough Crew. Cool C, Glamorous Life. Wow. Damn. These are all like the Philly records mm-hmm. that kind of become part of that set. You yeah. Know? And uh, just working at the record store made you really realize how like every DJ has Surprisingly, that record yeah. was big in LA too for some reason. Only You? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a popular song, but it's just abnormally popular in Philadelphia. <laughs> and I don't know if that's now. Like, I'm sure if you went to a party in a club and you played it, they'd be like, why are you playing this song? <laughs> through the 90s and even into the 2000s, like, that was definitely a party classic. Well, Philly kind of started, like, gangster rap a little bit, right? Oh, with the schoolie DJ, yeah. right? Yes. I, you know, and it, that's interesting, too. Like, I never really got that, like, why people said that. Yeah. But I think it's more about the flow, too. Mm-hmm. Like, because he did that, like... Uh, PSK, we're making that cream. Mm-hmm. People always say, okay, and what that the was fuck like, that mean? and that was like, Ice T's like six in the morning, police at my door, like mm-hmm. that flow, or like the boys in the hood are always hard, right? Like, and so like the West Coast kind of borrowed that flow, that cadence, a little yeah, bit. yeah, and that was that's I think that's where I see the influence more on that, yeah. yeah. It's it's weird, but someone was telling me there's a connection, an old connection between Philly and LA for some reason. There was like something tying them together. I'm not sure. Will Smith? I don't know <laughs> yeah. it was before that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. And then, so, when you were coming up in, in Philly, and then, who was, like, who was your your goats coming up? Jazzy okay. Jeff? Yeah, that's, like, the givens, right? right. Like, yeah. Cash Money, Jazzy Jeff were the dudes that, um, that were, like, representing. And kind of, like, gave you that first uh, feeling of, like, turntablism. Right. And, like, incorporating it into a set. Um but then I guess like for me, honestly, uh, like Cosmo and Rich Medina, they did a party called The Remedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good name. Yeah. And uh, that, was that was like really well known. I mean, I heard yeah, about that. And in I, New was York, like, yeah. I was like, I was like made a fake ID to get in because it was yes. really easy to do back then. Because yeah. I'm so old, the holograms weren't on the things yet. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would go into there. And that's when I kind of like really first uh started to see like that open format kind of flavor mm-hmm. where they would um play like indie hip-hop at first then like go to the classics classic hip-hop play the sample yeah you know and then but then by the end of the night you didn't know where they were going to go and they were playing like classics like you know like roy Ayers running away yeah, shit yeah. like that like mm-hmm. all them joints and uh so i was like all right that's that's what I want to do because I came from the hip hop like the underground hip hop scene more like all of us did pretty much we all yeah. did right so in that world I kind of was like I and felt then, like and then we got put into a room of girls <laughs> yeah, then we were like oh yes like oh we got to play for girls now uh-huh. yeah shit. and you know what it's kind of fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I would um, go to that party and that kind of opened my mind to playing different shit but then my boy uh, Ralph. Uh, 
his major Taylor, he kind of uh, provided this other side. He was in a punk band, mm-hmm. and he knew like all these punk rock and indie kids. So he started throwing his party, and they were playing like all types of shit. You know, he would play like I, I went, I saw him at this warehouse. It was like a bike messenger party. Damn. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he was playing. He wasn't playing like anything too deep, but he was just playing. He would play like Mtumi, Juicy, Juicy, and the Cameo, and then play like Led Zeppelin. And I was like, yo, this dude's just playing my shit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. As opposed to coming from like the hip hop scene where you're kind of like trying to play for mm-hmm. dudes and you're kind of like, you're like putting this like uh, cap on yourself, on your thinking. Like right, you're right. kind of confined to this thing. So when I started seeing these guys playing, I was like, oh, this is what I should be doing, you know? So I, I befriended them, you know? I'd, like I never, I'm not like a hustler dude. I'm not a talker dude. All the connections I've made have been like genuine. Like, I'm still friends with these guys to this day. Yeah, yeah. And um, he would throw parties, my boy Ralph, and uh, he'd have, like, I guess what you would call the hipster kids coming out. They weren't called that yet. They were just, like, indie kids. And uh, he, he was playing hip-hop, and then he would play all types of other shit. So I just started tagging along with him. He would be like, yo, you want to play with me? And this was all the vinyl days. And uh, I would hop on with him, and then that was he. that's where I learned to, like, rocker all crowd mm-hmm. like technically djing i taught that myself like, right i never really had anyone show me how to do that but my learning came from watching him and cosmo namely play so like when i'm like when i'm doing good i feel like i'm like channeling them oh, back wow. in the day you know yeah, what i mean like, dope I'm as like fuck. yeah yeah like i'm like okay like it's kind of like what would they do still right. to this day you really know what i mean yeah yeah well now I'm, i mean i've been doing it a lot long yeah, now yeah. that it feels like second nature <laughs> yeah yeah but when i'm really on like i'm like feeling the same spirit of that time you know it's don't happen quite the as nostalgia, often as the it energy, used to yeah, yeah, the energy yeah, yeah. Of it all. or just like you know you know how it is when you see like a dj just killing it and they're just like effortlessly like right. boom 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 they're thinking five records ahead and like yeah so that's like that's what that scene reminds me of that time and um there was a lot going on in philly at that time there was cosmo and rich's party mm-hmm. which was that that was a scene kind of like the uh hip-hop and then you had like the neo soul of the 90s mm-hmm. the roots and all that stuff and um you had ralph doing his thing and then there was this dude dave p he threw this party called making time that's where they were playing like the hipster electro shit or like classic uh what year was this 2001 2001 mm-hmm. did you like because when did holotronics when did the holotronics party start okay so the first one was uh my 25th birthday party yeah i'm gonna be 42 in two weeks wow. <laughs> so it was like coming up on the 17th anniversary so that would be 2002 2002 yeah yeah um, so that so right so this all kind of just predated that right this mm-hmm. is where we were getting our influences, and I met Diplo at this time actually at like an underground hip hop joint in Brooklyn. Right. Um, I used to DJ DJ for these guys Arrakis Records. They were like local underground back. You say Arrakis, huh? Arrakis. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant Ruckus. No, no, no. <laughs> I said like yeah, Rackus. I just mispronounced like Ruckus really bad. <laughs> that would be hell if I said it like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, Arrakis. It was uh, it's the planet in doom. You remember? Okay. You ever yeah. seen Dune? No, I was never Dune. Yeah, the owner, the owner was apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he named this shit Arrakis Records. And uh, I always thought people who were into Dune were a different type of. They were different. Yeah, they were like Star Trek dudes too. I was yeah, more Star Wars. but you know what? Yeah. He wasn't though. He was. Nah. He seemed like a normal like college dude, but I guess he was really into Dune. 
Uh, Paul, shout out Paul, PCP was his rapper name. <laughs> PCP. Yeah, and I was low budget, and we did the, we, we like PCP and low budget. We did this comedy <laughs> show once the comedians were lighting us up, man. They were like, yo, this is a real class act here. We got PCP and low budget. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I did a thing with them. We, we did a thing in Brooklyn, and um, uh, I was just chilling there, and like I guess Wes was there, and he was like, "Yo, you're from Philly," and we just started like talking. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, oh, "I don't know. I didn't really want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I was just like trying to be by myself." But and then, uh, you know, but Diplo has that way of just like finding common ground. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we kept bumping into each other in Philly, and it turned out that we actually did hang in the same scenes a lot. Um, like I would see him at the place Silk City that he now has a group named after. You right. know? Oh shit! Yeah, which is still open. That's, That's where, where is that wow. a nightclub? Yeah, it's like a lounge. Oh, it's right. like um, it's under a different owner now, but it's still kind of the same vibe. It's a little more mainstream now, but at the time it was a spot where you could just be like, "Yo, I want to do a party where I play nothing but uh, '90s uh, punk rock or something," and the owner would be like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> as and long as you could bring people out, you know. Yeah. And that's basically uh, his group with Mark Ronson, kind of uh, like this yeah. disco house thing. That yeah, he, he named it after that, right? I mean, I, I guess like you know, I don't know if it's like a homage, um, homage or something to that right. time. I don't. We weren't really playing much disco house at that, <laughs> right. at that time, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, the name sounds good for it, right? Um, so I would see him there. That's where my boy Ralph did a lot of parties, um, and we kept running into each other, and we would have conversations where. We knew we had the common ground where we were in the hip hop and we were, we would go to the remedy, we would go here, we'd go to uh, making time to the hipster shit. And then, uh, but then we'd be like, yo, we kind of like the Southern music too, which mm-hmm. no one around us liked, you know? And that was kind of where we realized we were a little different from everyone else. Yeah. Cause in 2002, it was so, Coast, it was so yeah. abrasive, right? It was yeah. so, it was so, uh, it was just so like, uh, in your face, right. it was like very aggressive, right? At the time you had your like, uh, ludicrous, you know, mm-hmm. um, big pimpin'. There was the there was right. the crossover joints, but there wasn't no Pastor Troy. Even Little John at the time. I remember we yeah, went Lil to Johnny see Little John. Boys. No one showed yeah. up. Yeah. He was calling me. He was like, "Yo, you want to go see Little John?" I got like free tickets. I was like, "Man, I don't know if I feel like going over there." He's like, "Yeah, no one's here." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, two years later, Dave Chappelle's doing imitations of him. Right, everyone yeah. knows who he is. But uh, so we we had that like thing in common, and then um, I worked at the record store. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Dirty South Joe, who is, uh, you know, he's part of the whole thing, too. He was like the plug. We called him Dirty South Joe because he was in the other only dude that was into, he was into it more than us. Like, he was obsessive about it. He was like, oh, and he was so psyched to meet us because, like, now he's got someone to talk to this. He, had, he knew, like, the album cuts and shit. Oh, he was listening yeah, to Yeah, he knew that. about David Banner, like, way back when. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he put me on a Mike Jones way back when, like Damn. all that stuff that later, and he's still that dude to this day. Like he, he told me about Young Thug before Young Thug popped, told me about Migos before they popped. Like he's just, he's that like record store plug that's like, mm-hmm. you need this shit. Yeah. And, um, you know, I do do a show with him now, you know, and that's kind of our angle. But um, he, uh, he got involved and, uh, so what was I saying? You were yeah. saying, uh, you, you for your birthday the holotronics oh right yeah, right yeah 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 so so we started like realizing this was our thing and being at the record store we were there was baltimore club was really popular in mm-hmm. philly at the time um it's not so much now and i don't know when it became like the hottest shit but at that time it was the hottest shit you couldn't do you couldn't spin a, a club 
a black club at least in Philly and it not have a Baltimore club. Um, so that was. And you guys are thing. really close to Jersey too. <clears throat> yeah. Jersey club. Yeah. They were kind of like coming up at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when, cause we like DJ Tamil was doing his thing. He was right, like right. a MySpace friend. And then, <laughs> MySpace friend. Yeah. Actually at that time, MySpace wasn't even around, but I know like that's when I started like talking to him. Um, and so we were like, let's just play a party where we play all this stuff. You mm. know, we'll still play 50 Cent in the club and what happened to that boy. I remember that was a yeah, big song yeah. when we first started, Crazy in Love. That was like, we were down to play that, you mm-hmm. know? And I remember a girl coming up to me, she's like, it's finally like a party where they're playing this stuff. Like, it's not all like old shit, you know? Right, right. And uh, we would play all that. We played dance hall, you know, just like any East Coast club. Mm-hmm. And then we would go into, uh, start creeping up. We would get into some like LCD sound system, like DFA records, like that electric, like the disco hipster stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we would go into Baltimore Club and then we would double time it into the down south and that was like the crescendo of the night. And uh, yeah, that was kind of like our format. And that's that's kind of like we, what we wanted to push. We were just like, it wasn't really about mashup or open format. It was just like, this is our format, like the new format. Like the new open format. The new, way, yeah. Just like a format, you right. know? Like it's, just, like it's not the R&B, hip hop, reggae go up tempo house classics yeah you were just that we were that was our influence but then we just added that like extra step you mm-hmm. know what I mean? but it really defined like your guy's sound too because uh with you i don't think a lot and the, the crazy thing is i don't think a lot of I, I know for fact actually a lot of people don't know about like diplo being a part of this holotronics they were, well, 17 years yeah, ago. 17 now, years know? That's ago. like 17 years of new fans that haven't done the knowledge. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, you guys had this standout mixtape, right? Yeah. With, yeah, with Tim Table and Never Scared. Yeah, yeah. It was like in the New York Times. Like, yeah, it was insane. Top 10 albums. What the fuck is that? How did that happen? <laughs> I have no clue. No? I have no, I'm, no idea. <laughs> really? It was so weird to me, too, man. Yeah. How did that just happen? funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fucking dope. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, when we were making that, we were just like, let's make, we had been doing the party for a few mm-hmm. months. We were like, let's make a, a mix that kind of represents all the stuff we play with minus the um, Beyonce, Crazy in Love, 50 Cent yeah. in the club that you don't need. Like, right. you know we're playing that. Let's do like, you know, like the mashup shit was getting popular. So we threw a little bit of that in there. We wanted to play Baltimore Club. We wanted to play um, Dirty South shit. And then we still put like, we were we were still in the 80s R&B and electro. So we still had like, um, I don't know, like AEIOU and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like freestyle. We were, right. Like, Cause like he was coming from Florida. So we were in the Miami base and electro and all that. So that was part of it too. So we just made a mix and put it all together. And I remember making it. I was like, this is going to be either so weird that no one's going to like it or people are going to fuck with it and yeah and, but like turntable lab bigged it up so much so, like they were a big part of it yeah and you it was known for uh what you know about that that be baltimore club at it right no that's you know, mine that's that was yours, i made right? that years later yeah well you know about that wasn't out yet then um we put like uh it was mostly like the baltimore club we didn't have make anything i think he made a a, a remix of one of his songs the thingamajon okay that was a song he made and he did a Baltimore Club remix. We put that on there. But everything else was like Baltimore Club records, which like we had to drive down to Baltimore to get them because uh-huh. the record store I worked at, like I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they had like a, a falling out with the Baltimore connection <laughs> like down there. Really? But yeah, because like, you know, 
um, they charge a lot, I guess, or like it, they figured it wasn't worth bringing it up. So I like went down there on a trip and I got, um, I went to DJ Techniques store. He's like a OG, Baltimore OG legend. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just copped all the ones and I copped like the, uh, the one with the, um, the Fred Sanford, that he sampled for the MIA joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, That's so interesting, like with the Baltimore club scene that was emerging at yeah. that time. Because mm-hmm. what was the standout record that kind of crossed over for, for uh, all of us? I'm the ish is the biggest yeah. one, right? Yeah. DJ uh, Cass. Yeah. But the first one was uh, Doodoo Brown. Do you, did you know that in New York? The, uh, Wait, the, Two Light the, Crew? No, Frank oh. Ski. Um, well, it's actually uh, Two Hype Brothers and a Dog, but Frank Ski was part of it. Yeah. That was a big song on the radio, like mm-hmm. 91. No? Yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah. I mean, for us, you might know Coast. it if you heard it, man. You might know it. Oh, yes. Brown, yeah, the brand yeah, new yeah. brother in town. Yeah, I boy, do remember that. Dope sounds. Doo Brown. Yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that was a big that, That's a Baltimore I think Richard record. Richard Vision, he used to play it on his radio show in LA a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it was a Baltimore club record, but it was out around like when Hip, hip House was popular. Yeah. And uh, like, Speaking of Fresh Prince, I remember like an episode where Jazzy Jeff is like they're playing in the club and uh, Will Smith comes in and he's like, yo, what's up? We're at the party. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, it's all right now. But once I throw on this house music, you're going to see him go wild. <laughs> it was like because, you know, how every hip hop artist had like a house track on their. Yeah. Like yeah. The 90s. yeah. So Doodoo Brown came out around that time. Same thing with like it might have been a little later than Girl, I'll house you, the Jungle Brothers. But that era house was big. So that kind of crossed over and then you didn't hear nothing about it for a while. Yeah. Then in Philly, it became popular in the, I guess, like the mid to late 90s. I think like a lot of uh, that came from the Greek picnic we had in Philly. So there was a lot of kids from different colleges coming together and kind of sharing like Go-Go from D.C., Baltimore Club. And uh, yeah, so Baltimore Club always had a big spot in Philly. It's kind of faded now. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you'll still hear the joints, but uh, you'll hear like that same three song set. You know? It's like what what were the standout joints that we would play here in Vegas? Uh, Postman. Postman was big. Yeah, that was popular. Yeah. I lo- oh, I big time. That shit. Yeah. yeah, that was that was. I would always mix one. that with the Jewels joint. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. Mm-hmm. And then even like they would like. Samir's theme was that big? That's kind of like the biggest one, probably. Yeah, right? yeah. that uh, that uh, is like a legit like Baltimore record. Like you bought that on the. Uh, and I was, still have that vinyl. And it was just like all the loops too, yeah, like, like the, ass uh, and titties, ass and titties, yeah. and the all feel that. the beat. Michael Jackson, can you feel that beat? Oh yeah, yeah. that was um, yeah. that was Samir too. I yeah. think yeah. yeah. That was big. Yeah, he he, he he made some good joints, man. They were all good. Samir, KW Griff. Um, Scotty B, he was like, uh, if he's a yeah, yeah, Scotty B, on. yeah. I actually, have he a remix a of his uh, creator. Yeah, he Scotty did creator, B did that uh, one too. That was it was popular in the uh, the We Are Your Friends. Yeah. We 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 e, 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 e. Yeah. that the We Are Your Friends one. He did that. Yeah, he got in on it. He got in on it. Yeah. Uh, should we give props to Rock the Con? He had that. Yeah. Need yeah. your love and all <laughs> yeah. that, right? What's oh yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of like that was a big one. Oh, oh, yeah. the, the the outfield one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny when I heard him say that he made that as a joke because I kind of, but he said that right. Yeah, like, yeah. I knew it. I knew you that knew was a joke. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is insane, man. This is like this is not like the outfield. You know? and speaking of Rattigan, we have to talk about the Holler Boy. Yeah, yeah, at some yeah. Point. That's yeah. a big. That's a big. That's a big. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. A, that's like phase two of the story of, of yeah. the Holotronics yeah, yeah. legacy, right? Right. Well, but it all ties together to what we're talking about because 
the first parties we would go there was like these graffiti writers in philly mm-hmm. like, you know philly's got big graph writer scene and all no, so they would know, yeah. no yeah yeah it's like god in like the 80s 90s it was like the capital like as far as like square inches of tagged walls oh, really yeah 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 philly's huge graffiti town but um so there was like writers that would have uh these message boards and people would go on there and there would be beefs there would be fights. People would talk shit about parties they were at. And this was like a big thing before social media mm-hmm. to uh, that people would go to our parties and then go on there and be like, yo, I was at Holotronics last night. Such and such happened. Um, and it kind of was kind of like the word of mouth that we uh, that we that helped us. I mean, you guys are like almost like the first. Thing. I mean, it was like forums, right? It's when forums yeah, started to yeah, really pop. Yeah. And it was like pre-Twitter. Right. And I would say it was like probably one of the first uh probably like the first twitter before twitter came out kind of a little bit it was definitely soundcloud before soundcloud came out Mm, because we had the one section where people would just post all their new tracks and that's what that's what really made it the go-to spot only a certain percentage of people went on there to like be part of the community you know what i mean that was like a well it kind of started like how motherfuckers would would be or become like internet famous a little bit and like a little bit yeah, known yeah. right oh well promoters would definitely go on there to book people like they'd say like who's posting tracks who's getting talked about you mm. know especially like the a lot of european promoters like yeah. sweden in particular like we were always we were like yo everyone gets to go to sweden man like, <laughs> sweden, <laughs> was always, like, sweden fucked with us heavy but um yeah i, w- I want to talk more about that but yeah. i also want to talk a few things about holotronics i didn't know y'all was a party Cause I just knew thought it was a, a crew. crew. I yeah. thought it was a crew. I yeah. thought it was you and Diplo. No, that was the name of our party. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then because I, I really honestly knew about you guys through uh, the rub. Right. Yeah. So, close, close homies. Yeah. And then I, I knew about you guys, and then I kind of like I would hear your sound through like it's the motherfucking remix. Yeah. And yeah. I would never, I never caught you guys in uh, South Park when you guys did the rub in Brooklyn. Mm, yeah, yeah. Every with, good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I remember just really getting to know your sound. And they would play me some of your music, and it was just so. I remember at the time I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "You can't play this in the club." Right, right, right. At right, the time, right. they would play it for me. I'd be like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, w- I would ask like Ayers and Eleven. I'm like, "Dude, where do you play this?" Yeah, yeah. Because if you played this in the club in right. New York, it, it would, it wouldn't clear the room, but it'd be like, "Where are we going?" Right, 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 right. Because right. it was so new. Yeah, like, yeah. The sound of it was so. So new. we needed. To, for that to happen, you need yeah. to like lay the the foundation, right. which was find a spot that goes after hours, mm-hmm. find a spot that has cheap alcohol, you know, and uh, it's a little out of the way, yeah, and yeah. Uh, make it the, the the place to be. Yo, because I was reading, not to mm-hmm. cut you off, yeah. but the spot you guys were doing, you knew it was kind of like out of the way, so people wouldn't at the really time. Leave. Now it's like yeah. hot, but yeah, it was uh, we uh, yeah, it's like at the Ukrainian social club. Yeah, Philly has a bunch of like social clubs, and I think I'm I'm not a hundred percent correct about this, but I think that is one of the things that lets you go after two uh-huh. if you're not if you're a social club and you need a membership to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We found one. Actually, Wes found that he did. He was. That's like when we started talking. He was like, "Yo, I got this spot, um, and we should do this party. This is the place to go." And uh, you know, he was just always good at that. Like, I was like, "How did you find this?" He's like, I drove by it one day, and I went in, and I asked him to take a part. Like, he's just like people can say whatever they want. But that dude like does not procrastinate, man. He just like he gets it. He done. gets the idea, yeah. and he acts on it immediately. You know, and. Uh, and that's like, like the, I think that's the ma- major reason for his success. But um, 
he was like, yeah, let's do this. And we started going there. And, you know, I said, if you give kids a way to like drink cheap and stay out late. Yeah. After two, like it's going to work, you know. And um, it was a little out of the way. I remember being like, yo, that's kind of like a rough neighborhood. I don't know if we can get kids. And this was like before Uber, you know. You yeah. can do anything now with Uber. But so but there would just be like kids with bikes like chained up to the fence like all around. And uh, yeah, it worked. But we kind of needed that little perfect storm. And then like once we were in there, we were like, yo, we did all types of shit. We, <laughs> we brought the, uh, the, Nintendo, the Nintendo, put hooked it up to the projector so people could play like Mike Tyson's punch out on the mm. wall. Oh, and, like, shit. We just put all types of flavor into it that uh, we, you know, we started doing sound effects, you know. <clears throat> uh, so being out the way kind of helped you out because when, when they were at the party, they couldn't go to another party. They were pretty much there for the night, there. right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that far out of the way. It was just like in like that two blocks over, three blocks over from right. like the gentrified area, you know? So when when you guys did the mixtape, yeah. you got all this press, mm -hmm. you get, I'm, I'm sure like everyone wanted to book you, right? After that? Yeah, but going, yeah, and even like to what you were saying, when we would get booked, we were like, do people really, like what exactly do they want us mm -hmm. to do? Do they want us to, you know, do the mashup shit? Do they right. want to hear Baltimore Club? Right. It ended up being Baltimore Club was the thing that really, kind of like gave us the identity especially when we started doing our own shit too like it was like we were getting booked kind of that's what people wanted to see baltimore club to me was like i, I remember like I, it was like it was a good like seasoning it was like a good mm -hmm. sprinkle that's you know what i mean thing, right and we and we would always we we're like yo you don't play this for an hour right you know but like you couldn't get you like because we're coming from the DJ background where mm -hmm. there's a format and you know, like, you gotta still got to read the crowd no matter what it is. And we still had to do that. And it was really tough when we would, before Serato, when mm -hmm. we would have to pack records to get on a plane and you could only bring, like, so many. And we're like, yo, what are they going to want? So we would always have, like, our dance hall foundation, our hip-hop yeah. foundation in case they turned on us. But we'd be, we'd be ready to go. Because you uh, were, like, three to four years ahead a little bit, right? Yeah, because... A Baltimore like club, three or four years ahead. What do you mean? Like before it kind of popped. Yeah, before yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the pop was like 2007, 2008. Yeah, because that's when yeah. L.A. got yeah. it. Yeah, they right. So this was a few years before. Because that. I remember trading music. But I remember when Serato first came out. It mm -hmm. was like the big thing is you you wanted to hang with like your homies. Like yeah. If, you, if your homie came in from out of town, yeah, you would sit and trade music for like hours. Yeah. Do you have this? Do you have this? And I remember there would be certain DJs, they would be like, do you want this? And they would just be like trying to like overload the Baltimore club. I'm right, like, nah, right, right. I'm good. Like, Yo, like, I just need the five, man. I don't <laughs> yeah, need yeah. <laughs> I'm, just I'm like, still like, that's like to this day, every genre that pops off, I'm like, all right, it's, that's cool. I'll just take the like cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we'll see where we're at 10 years from now, like how much <laughs> shit we're playing. You know what I mean? But there were definitely DJs trying to just overload and they're like, uh, oh, I got this. I put this song with this. And I'm like, nah, uh, I'm good. Like right. that. And then you, 140 uh, bit rating shit, all bad. <laughs> yeah, but they would put, there were some horrible, yeah, like, there were some bad ones. Yeah, there were yeah. some, I mean, at that era, everyone was doing everyone it. Everyone was doing it, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, what's the equivalent of that now? Everyone's oh, well, everything a producer, remix. Right? Everything yeah. of his twerk remix, yeah. a Moombatone remix, Moombatone whatever remix, comes yeah. around, people just, it's like, yo, I don't need a Moombatone, Bell Biv DeVoe Poison <laughs> remix. Like, yeah. that shit works as is, you know what I mean? I don't need yeah. that shit. Yeah, but that era kind of had great fucking, like, I don't know, it kind of shifted music for, like, a lot of landscape, so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you and had LA, like, it was crazy because we had nights of just that, it was just Baltimore, Baltimore club, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you had like the the kids with like the like the Kanye West shutter <laughs> glasses and yeah, like yeah. 
bright colors and checker pants and shit like that. God, the Kanye West and sunglasses like, were horrible. horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had like at a at Arena at Florentine Gardens, like they all had this shit. I remember they brought out Kit Cudi in two thousand eight, and nobody knew who the fuck he was. But you know, a month later, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like that was the peak of it all, right? That was like when you know. The bubble was like at the highest. And yeah, I think 2010 it started maybe kind of dwindle a little. Because when did when did uh, Omnish Ish come out? That was 2008. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2008, 2009. Don't ask me about years. I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm pretty good with years. But I feel like that was like the pinnacle when that right. record dropped. But and then you had huge. like um, shots. Yeah, that's a Baltimore club beat. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is. Um, and then even like some Black Eyed Peas joints like that. Uh, boom, boom, pow. A little bit, but that check it out with Nicki Minaj. Oh, oh, you remember? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. got like when I heard that, I was like, "Yo, yeah, that this got an eighty yeah. sample. It got a Baltimore Club break to it, and then it got a halftime drop." Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is like all the elements right here." Yeah. I mean, you would even call. I would say one of even the biggest remixes, the Day Night Crookers remix. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, 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 yeah. Big that's that, Baltimore that, Club. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, Baltimore. it has the drums, right? Yeah, I don't know, like. If they were playing that in the hood in Baltimore, <laughs> <laughs> but that was like was, not I mean, that they were playing much of my shit, except maybe of what you know about that. But I, that's the that's the weird thing. Like I think like even in Baltimore, it had kind of like no, you know what, Black Star and them were what they like kind of they kind of made the new sound of Baltimore, mm-hmm. which influenced the Philly and Jersey sound. Um, Black Star, yeah, yeah, not the not Talib and most, yeah, Talib and most, B-L-A-Q-S-T-A-R. Um, he did the uh, man. I'm trying to think of what his biggest joint was. You keep on fucking around. <laughs> I'm gonna get my gun. That shit. Uh, he had a few joints. He toured with us with MIA when I was because uh, that was another. Uh, I, I started being MIA's tour DJ around that time too, and uh, he was like open. So I've heard yeah. a lot of rumors about uh, you and MIA. <laughs> not like not like that. Not like that. Chill, 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 chill. Really? Let me what know. Yeah, yeah. I heard like. <laughs> y- like you were doing a lot of the production for that, you're, like ghost producing. Yeah. That's a hundred percent false, is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. There to was be true, somebody, <laughs> there was uh, there was a lot of rumors saying that you were like the damn. Ghost yeah, producer. I should have let them thing ride, man. Yeah. <laughs> you should, I wish you could. Yeah, nah. That was the rumors, like that you yeah. were ghost producing. Yeah, nah, that's not true at all. And then and the only thing, the only thing close to that was like me and Ellie Escobar were working on a like a a mixtape for her that never happened because I was a mess at the time. Like, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, that whole period coincided with me just, like, being addicted to pills. Oh, To wow. just, like, to just drop some shit out of nowhere. Like, yeah, like, I was, like, um, I was, like, messed up. Like, well, that was, but, it, like, my career was going great. It was, like, the, the polar opposite. Yeah. That was so that's kind of, like, that's kind of why I, like, fell off, you know? Because I had to take care of that shit. It yeah. was, the, like, and it was, it like, an overindulgence of just, like, success and, like, fame and everything and then it wasn't nearly that rock star <laughs> it's <was> just like <laughs> pathetic <laughs> nah, come on. Nah, <laughs> wait i want to know about this what, mm-hmm. what what pills do you mind if we oh, talk you about? know like perks man perks, you know all the yeah. shit the rappers talk about you know wow. yeah. he was really about about it yeah yeah man that's a, that's why like it kind of bothers me when i hear people talk about that like casually like that's some party shit like yeah. perks and zannies like that's some like crash your car into the stop sign shit you know that's not like i have fun at a party drug you don't pop Zan. did you have like an injury and then it trickled into into you just using yes and 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 it and it you know it's funny the night that that uh 
I had to go to the hospital was the night that uh, Spider mentioned it. He didn't know he was mentioning it when uh-huh. he was on the show. Him and uh, Mark Ronson played my party in Philly. Uh-huh. And I remember it was that when they did that rock star thing. Mm-hmm. And when Spider was on the show, he mentioned that. He was like, oh, it was the craziest night. I wasn't there. I was in the hospital. I had pancreatitis. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, so, like, I got, uh, they gave me painkillers for it. And it was a wrap after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was big in L.A. Like, people would really, like, kids were, like, falling over on fucking pills at that, you know, the, the hipster yeah. Baltimore shit parties. And it was crazy. Yeah. Where did, yeah. Where did the pills come from? I mean, where did... Zannies and Perks just start popping off like around that era. Like I feel like in the South it was always a thing, yeah. but Philly too. It's really big in Philly, man. Really? Yeah. Where did it come from, though? I don't. I don't get it. The, the culture of it. Like, uh, it probably rich kids going into the kids. Uh, it's to not the in Philly, man. In Philly, it was like well, it's like you, there's like scissorp, you know, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and then in Philly, they had like pancakes and scissorp, which was like two Xanax dropped in the syrup, and they would sell yeah. it like yeah. You know, Damn, you know, that sounds Christ. like a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds. And this vicious. is the '90s, man. This is the '90s. I even read an article where they said like the Houston connection to scissorp was connected to Philly's like. There was a corner. I'm not going to start saying corner names, but there was yeah. like spots in Philly that were known where you were like. You know, that, that's well, why I know in thing. LA during that time, mm-hmm. maybe like the mid 2000s, pills got big because dudes were getting like life sentences for coke and other stuff. So, yeah. like, the pill game just started emerging because yeah. there was no laws in place to get put away for you. Oh, know? yeah. So, dudes would like get fake scripts from doctors yeah. and just yeah. sell them on the streets like 40 pills, right. $40 a pill. And yeah, so everyone's yeah. cracking down on yeah. that yeah. now. Yeah, that's yeah. This syrup, I remember some kid had syrup in, in a party in 2008. He's like, try this. And it was like, Super sweet. I'm like, what is it? He's like, that's the shit the rappers be drinking. <laughs> yeah, and I'm that's like, the thing, right? That. When it's like, like it's all funny when it's like jock, like smoking weed, Doctor Dre, Chronic. That's like yeah. when I was 15. Yeah. yeah, but when it's like shit that can you become physically dependent on, and mm-hmm. you can't like make a gig, or you can, but you just in your head, you're like, I can't do it. When did you start doing it? Uh, that was like around 2006. 2006. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So like you could see like it was like right around and I'm like traveling and I don't know I don't get too into detail with it but yeah. it's definitely like a part of the uh, you, people don't need to hear the the, the war stories you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. at what point let me, let me just say this like if anyone has that problem you know feel free to reach out for me and I yeah. and I will like tell you what I did and. You know, that's about it. But yeah, we don't need to get it. And all yeah, that. yeah. But, yeah. but every all the shit that comes with that came with it with me too. You know, what I mean? damn, that's crazy. So I mean, so you was going on tour in MIA. Yeah. So how did you guys? How did that happen? Well, because because uh, Diplo worked with her, right? Mm-hmm. And they used to date, and then like they don't, they weren't getting along or something like that. So I was like the next best. <laughs> <laughs> you were nah, the, he, he was a low budget. <laughs> He was um he he was busy doing his own thing, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And um yeah, so he was like she was like, You wanna do it? I was like, I hope this doesn't like bother, you know, again. And he was like, Nah, dude, you're like definitely the the best person for the job, mm-hmm. you know, because I could th- I could like put together little things for our routine where I'm like mixing out shit and like have her drop an acapella and I drop in like a eighties electro beat or so you know what I mean? Right. Like that just kinda like Paid tribute to that her eclectic, eclectic sounds, you know. This was after like Paper Planes, right? It was during Paper Planes, oh, like okay. it was. Um, Two thousand eight. Yeah, it was uh, that album. Paper Planes hadn't it popped right after that tour, mm-hmm. like when that Pineapple Express movie came out. Did you work mm-hmm. on the album before that? I think it was called like Aerialer. Aerialer, yeah. yeah. 
No, no, okay. no. But that's when we like knew her and met her and okay. started like traveling. Because a lot of people circle. don't know about that album, but it was actually a really good album. Yeah. So, well, that that has the um, Bucky Dunn gone with the yeah. ballet funk mm-hmm. beat, and uh, it's got um, Sun Shower. Yeah, yeah, like Sun Shower. But the the first one was Galang. Galang. That was yeah. her first joint. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, I don't know if your cutie was on that, the one with the Baltimore club beat. The it was. Brum, that yeah, was, it was. On that. I yeah. didn't know if it was like yeah. a bonus cut or on it, but I know it was that time yeah. too. Yeah. So it that's like the only thing that I might have been like second-handed involved <laughs> in was because I bought that record and yeah. brought it to Philadelphia for people to hear. Right. Yeah. MIA at that time, it was really like at, in Vegas when we were spinning, it yeah. was really popping in LA. Yeah. And it would leak over. Mm-hmm. But the mainstream crowd didn't know anything about it. Yeah, when we, yeah. We I still wonder today. Sun showers and all that. I still wonder today, like outside of paper planes, what if people know about that? What would the throat like? If yeah. there's any, like, and like sometimes I'll try it, but I, I think I, I, I be, I've been meaning to try it. Like, a lot of women know bad girls. Yeah, bad girls. That was the yeah. shit. Was I did good, play that a lot. That was a great yeah. record. That was a. Um, Danger Hands did that. I yeah, it's a great, yeah. great record. Yeah, and that was a, I had that from that tour, and it didn't yeah. come out like two weeks, two years later. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I was always like, "Yo, this is the joint." But then, didn't, uh, it did, didn't that one have Missy Elliott and shit like that? That's mm. oh, another track from Mia, probably. That was off the first one too, or no? She was on a track on Missy's album with Vibes Cartel. It was called uh, I forget what it's called, but it had like it was when that, that like uh, Destiny's Child lose your breath like drumline mm-hmm, thing yeah. wasn't like that was like one of them joints. So what was your dynamic with Diplo? Like, cause I, I've heard like with Holotronics, mm-hmm. and then you know obviously he worked with Mia, right? And then Holotronics just started like disappearing a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. So I think like originally. When we first started working together, I was kind of already established as like one of the like young DJs working in the city. Like like I said, I had regular working gigs. I've spoken to multiple people mm-hmm. about you, like to other fellow DJs, mm-hmm. and they always said, and they were telling me, multi, all of them were basically saying, you were the party rocking party DJ. Right, right, right. And Diplo was kind of like the dude who would take chances and play. Experimental. Experimental. Push, push, yeah, 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 yeah. Push the envelope. Right. But, but then it would kind of circle back to you to kind of bring everybody back a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. So you, you know? know how like when you first start DJing, you're like, yo, I'm going to educate the crap. Or like, you, yeah. I don't know if you want, like, I feel like most DJs go through that <laughs> yeah, phase, yeah, right? Yeah. So I feel like maybe I had already gone through that phase. So I was maybe a little more just grounded with uh, what's maybe realistic, but mm-hmm. it was a great push pull, right? Because right. if I'm getting too conservative, then he'll be like, yo, we should try this. And if it flops, then I'm there like, no, we'll hit him with the, you know, real love remix. You know what I mean? The shit yeah. like that. You know? I feel like, uh, like Ayers and Eleven kind of had that dynamic with the rub. Right, you right. Know, like yeah, Ayers, it was Ayers would drop something. Here's the thing. At the same time, like Wes was totally up on like, regular shit it wasn't like he was a complete and at the same time i was totally into weird shit you know but at the as this the dynamic it just worked because when we would just it was like a battery like the ace negative positive you Mm -hmm. know and um yeah so that was the role for a while but then like you know after you start djing for a while you can both do whatever what you both do you know right and so when we started getting booked by and then he he had the production thing bubbling way before any of this and um like he was on Ninja Tune, like making like trip hop type shit, like DJ Shadow and stuff like that. Mm. So he had that working for him, and uh, yeah, so we just started getting busy. And you know, like we're, we were twenty five or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're gonna get have your, like your spats and your arguments, and then you, 
It was never anything major, but it's just like you just start wanting to do your own thing after a while. Right. I think he's doing all right. <laughs> I've heard he's doing okay. <laughs> just a little bit. Not so much, but right there. I mean, what, what, what kind of person, like, when you were working with him, Diplo, I mean, Diplo, would you say he's, like, kind of, like, he's become this cultural icon for EDM music a little bit? Like, Is it EDM? I don't even know, man. I feel like he's just, like, I, 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 I feel like EDM sells him short. I yeah, feel a like little. He, yeah, you know yeah, I know what, what I mean. Cause he, he's he, way more interesting than EDM. Yeah, yeah, you're you know? right, you're right. He's, uh, he's always looking for new, like, world sounds. Yeah, he, he's very. country, you know yeah, what I mean? I so it's, like, he's always trying to. He's like, like just ever since from back in the day, he's not afraid to be weird mm-hmm. about something. But still, I think like now since he's, you know, become more experienced and seasoned, he knows how to put it in a better right. like, package. That's like you're right. It, it is like kind of bringing a lot of world music to the forefront, mm-hmm. right? mixing reggae, making it palatable right. to like someone that might not be into that music. Mm-hmm on its own like a concentrated version of that you know making it just like adding a little bit of elements to make it so that um yeah someone who might not normally hear that shit would like would be into it at the time when he was like kind of evolved would you say evolved the most when he was producing with mia and then and working with her at the time um i don't know uh i feel like uh yeah, I don't know. I don't really know much about his process, to be honest. Really? Like, I kind of yeah. just know more. Like, we worked more on the DJ shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I probably did more production stuff with yeah, him. Yeah. But we were kind of always So when just, you guys were doing, like, holotronics, like, mm-hmm. remixes and stuff? Yeah. How did you guys work together on those? Um, I mean, it was a lot of mash. It was, yeah, it wasn't, like, super production-oriented. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, I used to make shit there because that shit was so easy to make. Right. And now, like, I sit down to try and do stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I need. I might need like. A, uh, I'm not saying I'm not good at it, but I don't have the patience to finish a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's the tedious aspects of like working in a program. Like I have the ideas, but flushing them out doesn't always happen. I mean, dude, like the the Baltimore Club stuff in the beginning was probably some of the worst quality sound yeah. Yeah. shit yeah. ever. Oh, it God. was horrific. Bit rate was nasty. It's so funny too because like it, we, you know we talk about how music now doesn't have a lot of good like production quality yeah. to it, yeah. and I'm like super vocal about it. And then I listen to my shit, and I'm like, who the hell am I yeah. to talk about <laughs> <laughs> about whack production? Oh, but that's kind of like punk rock though too, right? Mm-hmm. When you're just like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I'm just making something. You Right. Right. And that's like all the kids in Philly that ended up like Sega and all them, um, the younger dudes that ended up Swizzy Mac that became like the, the Philly club guys. Yeah. They were do- making stuff off, uh, you know, cracked programs, PlayStation. There was something about that poor quality that made it cool for Baltimore. Yeah, it was grimy. Like it was dirty, like, like raw. Like, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. could be. Yeah. If done right, it could be. Yeah. Right. It was like a really, scr- it was like, it's, I don't know, like a digital version of like a really scratchy yeah. record. Yeah. But well, it was like, Laugh of them are sampling like, the think break and the sing sing break. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The, uh, so that's like coming from a dusty origin, <laughs> you know? And then, uh, yeah, because like, even like the Galang girl and all that stuff, like some of the drums, I remember was, hearing sh- it. I thought that was all, was that Switch that did all that? I don't know. I thought the, it was, I, with, I thought the Switch came in with, uh, oh, that's right. Major it was me. Laser. It was me. I was yeah. Ghost Protector. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Ghost of Low. But right. it was it would sound distorted, but it was like, oh shit, like that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it like, like the extension shit right? before yeah. the X X X tentacion shit before that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like you know how that because like my friend was like, what the hell's going on here? And I was like, you know what, man, I let get them it. little kids do their thing. <laughs> 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 let them kids live, man. So then, wait, around what time did the, so I was not 
an internet like I was on the internet, obviously, you know yeah. what I mean. But I was not a hollerboard guy, right? And I mean, it was huge, and everyone yeah. would talk about it. I didn't even really conceptualize what the forums were. I thought I, I couldn't even imagine myself being on like a forum for like hours. Yeah, well, we always were. Like that's what I was saying. Them, them graph message boards. Yeah. We were always using them. So when we made the Holotronics website, we were like, yo, we gotta have a message board because I don't know. Is it These, a message board? Is it yeah. a forum? What, I, I mean, I think they're synonyms. Kind of, yeah. The same thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were like, we got to add that because we would have so much fun on these other ones. Like there would be people like getting in the fight. It was funny. It was like Philly scene shit. You know, yeah. so we we're like, so let's keep it going and just make it more like on an international level. You know, we'll collect our own weird collection of characters and come up with our own inside jokes and stuff like that word replacements mm -hmm. you know <laughs> like when you type in laptop penis comes up so it's yeah like <laughs> i mean it was a, it was, was a different it was a weird time because i mean even when we talk to certain djs now yeah like you know more than me more than i was even involved in it there's really? yeah like because i was like like i said like i wasn't always there you know, I was at the beginning, but when that shit was really blowing up, I was traveling a lot and I was just like caught up in my own shit. I was not participating to the level that like a lot of DJs were. Yeah. I was kind of just like the holler, like God watching the children or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that, a little. That's a little. There are uh, dudes that like yeah. you know Rathacon was known to just being like he admits yeah, at that yeah. time he was a he was a troll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him and my boy Rome's too. He was like on there. Um, and Brendan, that, that Brendan, I got to shout him out because that's like a close homie that was part of all that too. Yeah. But yeah. And then, I mean, there are people that are butt hurt still to this day. Yeah. About Yeah. I hope no one's mad. I don't think I got on anyone too bad. But uh, yeah, there's people who still talk about rock. Like, yo, he should have oh, well, this. Kirk Corners this, is the recent one. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember. I remember yeah, hearing that. Yeah. They had a, like a running on Even Craze. Even oh, yeah, Craze. Craze said that shit too. Yeah. Was crazy. I don't know if I, how well, I don't remember seeing. I remember a track being on there. Four Colors Act for sure. I think Craze posted a mix. Craze, yeah, that's what I mean. Everyone was on there yeah. and posted music, but as far as like the actual, but, but what Craze posted a mix and rocked the contest. And Rocky Khan, yeah, just kind of. He didn't really. I think he just said like the selection is off. Like it's, it's, it's too commercial, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think my, I've had limited interactions with Rock the Con. I know he never liked us. <laughs> he never. He always hated on Holotronics. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah. And then he said something on the on the board about one of my friends, and I was like, "Yo, this dude's always mad about something." And he messaged me, and he was like, "I'm not mad, man. I'm just being critical. I like something." I was like, "You're right, man. I should have said that to your face and not just said it." But so it was yeah. like a weird, pleasant interaction. But that's yeah. about that's the extent of it. But I always like watch him, and I, I like I, I appreciate that that yeah. character. I have a lot of that in me. You no, know? He's super dope. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's missing the shit. I can see past that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like I, I have probably have reasons to not like that guy, but mm -hmm. I, I feel like. I, I'm the same way. No, so he, many times I'm this like I can't, you know. I see yeah. what you, I see in you what I see in myself. <laughs> he's, he, yeah, he's he's really funny, and a lot of people don't see this shit. Yeah. I, I appreciate uh, brutal honesty. No, it's yeah, funny. more than uh, like that circle jerk shit. Yeah, 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 the DJ, DJs are bad with that shit too, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, it, no, and it's good to have a little of that old school, like because when we when I first started DJing, I I kind of just had it in my head that like. I was going to get dissed. I was going, you know, I, I've been booed, you know, in Philly. Like, you, I don't know if that happens now, you know? But isn't mm. Philly known as the booing capital? <laughs> yeah. The most country? negative place yeah. on yeah. earth. 
You guys are known for it's booing the city everybody. Of love, but the yeah. brotherly love, but I mean, just, even we, like, we like to boo. Even yeah. comedians, right? Like yeah. the Bill Tough Burr, the Bill Burr. Yeah, like yeah. What Bill Burr is just saying, that you guys are the most yeah. miserable fucking city. <laughs> I don't know why we are, man. I was thinking about that too because I'm like out in LA and like I'm I've already just like made small talk with strangers so much more often because I'm yeah. just like, yo, you don't you just don't have that look well, on your face like something. It's bad. almost like an underdog mentality that Philly has, though. Yeah, so yeah, it's an underdog thing. It's uh years of failure, sports teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just won the Super Bowl. Let's give you guys props. It's it's not changing anything. Yet, man. I think it changed for like six weeks. I was watching an interview with Sylvester Stallone and he was mm-hmm. saying like he loves Philly because of that spirit. And yeah. How like there's so many historical things that have come from Philly but they don't get credit for. Yeah. And it's always like New York gets the credit for everything. Yeah. Philly's just in the background. Like we don't yeah, get credit for Yeah, there's a shit. little, un- there's like a little brother thing. But New York's known for its attitude too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So I guess Phillies is going to be a little more worse because we're just like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're mad about that. And, uh, <laughs> we're mad about our sports teams. But there is just something about, uh, you know, isn't it all East Coast cities kind of like that or no? And you're from New York, right? Like, from New York. Well, you can't say Philly had bad sports because they yes won with the Phillies not long ago. Phillies in 2008 and Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, and that was the first time since like the early eight. I'm just saying, someone my age, we just grew up with a lot of disappointment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Allen <laughs> Iverson got smacked by the Lakers, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was that was bad. That was brutal, right? And and like a total Philly, we still put, put uh, post the step over, yeah, of uh, Raja or yeah. who was it? Oh, uh, Tyron uh, Lou, Tyron Lou. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, you lost that series for the one. That's such a Philly thing to do. But like, but we stepped over you at one point and made you look stupid. Yeah, it's step over. Look, great. man, I love Philly. It's it's I've I've lived in that area almost my whole life, and. uh I love all that stuff. Like it makes you who you are, but it's not like the best parts of your character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm like, yo, if I didn't have this, maybe I would like would be more successful or something like that. You never thought of leaving Philly? Huh? I lived in I lived in uh, the Bay for like a year. Okay. I was going to move to L.A., but like you know, it was hectic times, man. So it wasn't yeah. the best time to be making moves like that. And uh, now it's like, I don't know. It's like a lot of Philly residents. Um, my family's there. They're getting older. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I like to be around for that is where I'm comfortable. But yeah. who knows? What is the Philly obsession with Rocky, though? Like, yeah, I'm a It was our most successful Rocky. sports figure for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, right? <laughs> it was That's true. Yeah, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I posted, I was like, I'm so glad we won't have to look to a fictional sports character as our it's hero. It's kind of crazy, though, right? <laughs> But he did He embodied that whole thing, though, too, right? Like he's like he's from Kensington. He's like he's like driving around the L, and but he's like Italian, so he's running through the Italian market, and he's got like that. It kind of annoys me that the Philly accent is not very present in Mm -hmm. uh, in Rocky. They do that, yo, yo, yo. That's more like a New York thing, you know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) I I thought that's how Philly motherfuckers talk. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Nah, they're like, yo, cuz. Philly's like, yo, cuz. What up? You know, like it's like a little more. A little Boston-y? It's, we pronounce our R's in Philly. And so oh. it's not Boston-y. Mm. It's kind of like that's what makes it different. Yeah. We like lean in the R's. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to tell yeah. that fucking nah, Philly accent. Nah, nah. No. Um, it was a good Philly accent on um, TV. Is like, uh, you know that movie Sleepers? Yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon? Yeah, yeah. He's got a great Philly accent in that. Oh, really? The, the, he plays a mean security guard or the mean the mean guard at the prison. Mm-hmm. If you listen to him talk, and he's from the area, so uh, 
He was doing a good Philly accent. Yeah, yeah. There's a few spots that get it right, but yeah, a lot of times. There's a couple. Of, uh, it's similar to Baltimore accent, too, if you watch The Wire. That's like oh, when yeah. I started watching The Wire, I was like, oh, damn, they sound like Philly dudes. Yeah. Wow. Oh. It's, there's like a, a Philly uh, slang, too. Like you yeah. guys call everything John. Yeah, John? yeah. I'm, I, I have a, I'm on a, I'm on a <laughs> bad terms with John right now. Really? Yeah, because gentrification's fucking it up for everyone. It's what like, about what's Trumpy? going on? Wait, wait, wait. Chumpy's the shit. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, can we explain some of this shit? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, Cosmo kind of uh, explained to me back in the day, he'd be like, you know, that John, John. And I would like, yeah, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, right so now? John's just like, thing, like, J A W N. Yeah, I guess that's how it's spelled. J A W N. Yeah. The first time I saw John was uh, at like, like written out. Was uh, it was like a flyer for um, Bring a hip hop party like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, and it said the official New Year's Eve hip hop John, and I was like, yo, that's dope. They wrote it out, <laughs> you know, because like <laughs> until that point, like until the internet and all that came about, yeah. like you did, you just heard words. Now you then you had to figure out how to spell certain slang words. So yeah, I mean. Right now, it's like Philly's, like so many other cities, is getting gentrified. That's mm-hmm. bad. So it's like they're forcing John into like these ad campaigns, and it's so oh. corny. Oh. So and now it's like people that like just shouldn't be using it are using it. It's like if San Francisco was like advertising there, like come to San Francisco, the weather's hella nice. Yeah, but it would be wrong. Like, <laughs> but, hella but nice. It's not even, but it's not even like that. It would be like come to San Francisco. We have hella weather, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, like they use it <laughs> off, you know. It's like, so, like there was one, there was a billboard. It said like, "There's no John like home," and I was like, "That's not how you say when it." When did they start that? This was like three or four years I ago. I think I saw that. Yeah, that yeah. was the first one where it was like used in an ad campaign, and now there's like even the Phillies. They were like. Uh, come out for a college night and uh, the first John's on us. And uh, what the hell are you talking about? It was, I guess you get a free beer or something. Oh my. But you're hearing like Tom McCarthy, the like 60, 50 some year old announcer say, you're like, what are you talking about, man? So yeah, John, I'm not, John's on the outs, I think right now. It's, or, like, it's like when you heard. But it's people. not though. Everyone still uses it, but we just like, yeah. when certain people say it, it's like. Nah. Yeah, I remember I saw a video with DJM. He was like, it used to be, uh, yeah, what's up that John? And then it was a Jimmy Johanna. Jimmy John, I, I, yeah, I never used that too much, but and that might have been like an older, older thing. And then Chompy. 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 What's that? I've Chompy was that. just like, that. I like that because that's like something my uncles would say or something. You know, like that's like an older. What is that? Let like, me get that Chompy right there. It's the same as John. It's kind of a plausible thing right there. <laughs> Give me that Chompy right there. Yo, that's, it's like, it's like, it's like it's just a noun for a thing. Chompy. Let me get one of them Chompies. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> but uh, but they actually made like pre-rap snacks. They made chips called Chumpies, and they had like uh, what this was this afterwards? One? This was the eighties. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and they'd have like little like I would never eat hood that. characters. I would on never there. eat that. By the way, <laughs> hood characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like babies, kids, or something. What would, like, what would they have on there? <laughs> <laughs> nah, they'd have like they have like the white dude and be like Kevin, and then they have like a girl, you know, and be like. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and then be like a black dude on there, and be like Ron, you know, and it just it just be like chumpies. <laughs> you could Google What's going on. Yeah, <laughs> Google chumpies potato chips, man. You'll see what I'm talking it's like about. Like the '80s version of rap snacks. It was pre-rap snacks, and there was another one. Oh, Home Girls. Did you have Home Girls? No. <laughs> what are you talking? Are you talking about chips? Still? <laughs> <He's in> chips. <laughs> 
Kirk's face. What the fuck is Philly doing? Yeah. I had Fritos. And Yo, man, that's the, the, uh, <laughs> Fritos? Yeah, that's a big. That's a that's a the that's a big market though. You know, that's just crazy. snacks. I don't know about you. Chompies. Is it still around in Philly? I don't think they make Chompies. I wouldn't mind trying one. I wouldn't mind trying it. Chompies. I wouldn't do that shit. What is it made in Philly too? <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I'm not eating that shit. Made out of scrapple. Uh, what do you call? Oh. While we're on the hollerboard mm-hmm. and we're talking about that, I want to talk about uh, Spank Rocks. Spank Rock. Yeah, we just yeah, had yeah. Pace Rock on here. Mm-hmm. And I completely blew a gasket and I don't remember anything about Spank Rock. Yeah. He goes by Naeem now. He Naeem. changed that name. That's what his regular name. So, yeah, that's actually a good tie-in because there was all these, like, interesting kids that would come to the parties. Yeah. You know, him and Amanda Blank and then, like, Jason Musson, who was like a uh, became an artist in New York, um, but Naeem would be there, and he was just super psyched on everything. He was from Baltimore, so he appreciated like the Baltimore aspect, but he was also a weird kid, so he was in all the other stuff. Um, and he kind of started making music that I guess was a good repu- representation of that sound. Him and Triple Exchange was his producer, a Baltimore Club. Nah, it was just like a, a hybrid of all types of shit. Like he would have stuff that sounded like LCD sound system mm. with Baltimore Club drums, and he'd be rapping like booty rap, you know, twerk rap. Right. Yeah. And so, it, and I feel like he was a a big predecessor to all the like, what did that shit end up being called? Like the Kid Cudi and all that stuff like that. Wow. You know? Yeah. Pace, Pace Rock said that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what Pace Rock. I'm said. not saying like that. Kid Cudi didn't like wasn't him on his own but i feel like someone like spank rock maybe like paved the way mm-hmm. to make that an easier possibility for someone like that to come around and he was just big like pause he was just big on the hollerboard like everyone would just worship him yeah like, i don't think he i don't think he actually posted a lot no no yeah. but, but there was so much talk about him on there and yeah. everyone saying how he was basically what was the quote we owe spank rock everything like oh he for was, real yeah, yeah it was just saying uh that he was part of the hollerboard legacy. Yeah, for sure. You know, more like the the just the holotronics like vibe. Yeah, you know, he was kind of like the M, the MC that represented that vibe. How did you guys link up? Or he would come to parties. Wow. He would just come to the parties, and uh, he gave me his CD, uh, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, this is my shit." I was like, oh, "I didn't know you were making music." He had given me some old shit, and it was like, yo, it was like uh, backpack shit or kind of similar to it. Then he gave me, he's like, this is what I'm working on now. And I listened to it. I was like, yo, this is actually really good. You know how when someone gives you a CD, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, I hope I don't got to lie about this Right, shit. right. <laughs> and then, then like, uh, I listened to it, and then I remember me and Wes were doing a, a, a thing in Seattle, and he was on Ninja Tune at the time. And I was like, yo, this is Naeem shit, man. It's pretty good. And he was like, yeah. He's like, this is good. He gave it to him. And he was like, uh, they were like, they were ready to put it out as is, you know? They were mm-hmm. like, but he was like, that's just the demo. They were like, well, this is good enough. I don't wow. know what they they probably ended up like fixing stuff, but yeah. It, it's it's crazy at, at that time when that was when that was happening. And I I remember Pace Rock telling me that he thought Spank Rock was so influential, he would mm-hmm. even say his style and the way he dressed oh, yeah. affected like yeah. even no, Kanye he was definitely, and everybody. He was right? definitely the first skinny jeans rapper, like yeah. hands <laughs> down. We, we talked to him too. Like, yeah. and, and, and like, he's like, I don't know if I want that to be my big claim, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nah, for sure, man. And I remember too, like we were, I was going to work on a mixtape with him. I feel bad about this because 
uh, it was like kind of me being like hip hop. But and he was like, you remember when like all the uh, the joints that were out like in my white tee, yep, yeah, then they did like the uh, in my black tee, and my and he wanted oh, to yeah. do one in my tight tee. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that, man. It was like, but uh, yeah, he was on to that shit, man. He didn't give a fuck. He liked he because he was like us, like he. He liked hip hop. He liked the hipster shit. He liked rock, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of always, and he he uh, he always wanted to like just be be an individual, you know. He was into like Prince and that that kind of like aesthetic of just like, yeah, this dude's into all types of shit. Yeah, he uh, Pace Rock actually referenced. He said he's a, he's like yeah, the Prince. Yeah, he's a big Prince guy. And then when I saw him perform, he performed at Holotronics. Check out this show we had. Him, MIA, and Bun B. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shit. For ho- Halloween. That was like our big night. And uh Halloween. Yeah. I remember like that. that. Yeah. yeah. And uh this was a little this was after we got a little bit of uh clout. And so uh I think like Fader or one of them was willing to put up some loot for some mm-hmm. shit. And uh, we were like, Yeah, Bun B, MIA, and then that was Spank Rock's debut. And when I saw him perform, like he was had this like Mick Jagger, like Energy, presence yeah. where I was like, okay, he's not just a rapper. Like he's got like emotions, like James Brown type shit, you know, where he's yeah. like, you know, trying to be all extra, but it worked, you know. And I was like, that that impressed me too because you know we're coming from the age where rap is not always the best live performance, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And uh, a lot of times, like I feel like a lot of my a lot of I mean I'll, we all love hip hop, but a lot of it is best listened to like. In your headphones. Is that, like how, uh, is that how Bumby and MI connected with the Paper Planes remix? Maybe. That? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It was definitely it. before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was always wondering. But Bun, like, yo, Bun B was into, it was into our, our shit. Like, yeah. I, I, I DJed for him. We did a festival in Norway. And he, like, just went. He didn't have a DJ. Oh, and, shit. like, uh, Matt Sanzala. Shout out Matt Sanzala from, uh, from Austin. Or he's... Like he's like the mayor of like Texas hip hop, you know. Yeah, he likes to do a lot of writing and stuff. He was out there with him, and he was like, "Yo, you should." He's like, "This is Europe, man. Like, you should have a DJ." So he like <laughs> asked me to hop on. So I got to drop like big pimpin' while he's rapping. Uh, wow, it's a rapping for pre- pre- sorry. You know, I was like, that was cool, man. It was a at the time. I remember Houston rap, Texas rap was really blowing up. Yeah, too. yeah. It was like mixtapes for yeah. it, and right? Then, yeah. That's and that that was the other thing too. Like, I don't know if what we did what that would even look like today because everything gets sucked up so quick and everyone mm-hmm. gets made aware of something so quick because of the internet. Like, mm-hmm. something comes out, everybody's up on it, everybody has it. At that time, there was still a place for someone to be like, yo, check this out. Like, have you heard this? This is regional music. You know, the internet hadn't blown up. YouTube wasn't even out yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you could really hear the region, even with DJs, right? You can mm-hmm. tell where a DJ was from by... Like what they played this and your their style. This is your yeah. favorite topic. I mean, it's not really. That. <laughs> I, you, you, well, I wanted. No, to, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I wanted to talk about it because I was just like, uh, no, I mean, at, because of the internet, I don't know if you can have. Do you think it's possible to exist where regional re, re, people can have a regional sound? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So? My, I, my, I'm, um, Joe, my boy Joe doesn't think so. Dirty South Joe. He says like there's no like regional hip hop doesn't exist. But I still think it's like blurred lines, right? A little bit. Yeah. I think like people can find out about it easier. But the popularity of it, like we talk about, like people don't really like West Coast hip hop is a thing now. Mm-hmm. But we don't we still on the East Coast don't really play too much. of it. Yeah. You know, so it is regional. It's weird. People still want to represent for their hometown you know yeah but it was 
when the, when Kendrick came out mm-hmm. uh, with Humble and all that, it was one of the few times that I actually saw New York wilding the fuck out. Yeah. To yeah. like West Coast shit because yeah. I was I was like okay. Yeah, like, that had a certain energy to right? it. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe the production mm-hmm. had something to do with that too. The production. It wasn't yeah. like a mustard sound. No, it wasn't but, like and a, Kendrick Kendrick had was on his way to he's he was superstar. He, yeah, yeah. He was right. already there though by that record. There's so many records coming from the West right now. Like yeah. they're running hip hop right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I download them all and then I stop and I'm like, I don't need them. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like it's like the Baltimore club shit. You know what I mean? Well, like, like you're DJ, you DJ on Saturday and you're you're, mm-hmm. you're here on the West Coast. Are yeah. You, you know, I mean, okay. You've so got, this is what I, this you've, is what I you've did, got right? to you got to be hearing a lot of songs like, oh shit, like what are they? It, you know? One, it was a throwback party. Oh, throw, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was, was 2000. So that was kind of my <laughs> wheelhouse. Yeah. But I was doing like PSA. I would do like a Jay Z medley. Yeah. Wasn't really working no, like that. No, no, no. Uh, and I, I don't really know much LA shit from that time. Like I played like the jerk shit. We didn't have anything, so I played the hyphy shit. Yeah, that shit went off. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was cool because I that's something I can't do at home. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mid two thousand, all we had was the game. Right. I played. This is how we <laughs> do. That was, the, that was one of the biggest joints. So I tried to stretch it, and I did like that jerk, the jerk move. Like, yeah, it was like Cat Daddy and all that stuff. So I was you like, really? <laughs> that was yeah. like towards the end, but yeah. Yeah, I was pushing it. I yeah, was. That's was like two thousand eleven. So why why do you think that the East Coast isn't accepting of 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 the West Coast? I don't think it's about acceptance. I think like I think they're still just like. Uh, the radio and there's like gatekeepers that push certain things that if something becomes if something's out there and it catches fire it'll work um tatiana people like that mm-hmm. um but that's because it's like but it it like booty it, shit you it know had it's the, like, well it had yeah. the cardi b remix too right you right. know what i mean right but yeah. like people liked um people like that chorus you know it was like yeah. drop down drop, anything that's like twerky stripper instructions you know what i mean like yeah. people people like that I'm trying to think of what other West Coast joints I play. Cause like Big, Big Bang ca- kind of did a little something, but like where I like where I was at, I would like cut in the Nicki verse. I would mm. cut in from that. Yeah, you know oh, what shit. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cause um a lot of a lot of the places I DJ at, there's like a, a big gay gay crowd to it. So uh-huh. like there's certain artists that Nikki they fuck Wayne's. with heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beyonce so, and Nicki. Right, right. So um, you know, I'll come up back again, back to and then that, that that's all. That's all you need. You yeah. need the hook in that, and then you get out of it. Wow, yeah. you just do that. Yeah, wow. That's, I've I've always just wondered why, even when Hyphy was popping, mm-hmm. why like the East Coast didn't. Hyphy like, didn't really do anything. It didn't do shit on the East Coast. That was no. the biggest shit out here. Yeah. Oh, it was fun. I loved it. It's you know? great. I even like records like Blow the Whistle. Blow the whistle kind of is a little song, a little bit because yeah. Jay Z got on there probably. They like weren't the <laughs> biggest though. They, they weren't. Play, they yeah. played the Jay Z remix. Yeah. More I, forgot out there. I forgot that even existed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't play "Tell Me When to Go" at all on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, uh, blow the whistle. I don't even. What about you and that? Much. You and that by a T forty. E forty. That's warm up at best. You know. It's funny because I would have, like Cali or West Coast DJs would come to New York. And they would run these West Coast records, mm-hmm. and it would be like no reaction. And this is back in the day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it wouldn't work. But even when I go to New York nowadays, it seems like they're stuck in a different time zone. New York is still a pocket, right? Yeah. Like it's a bubble. And I haven't, I haven't I DJed e- in New York in a while. I don't even know much about the Harlem scene, mm-hmm. but the Harlem scene is like a pocket 
in its own. It's like yeah, another world. I remember world, hearing though. some hearing Boogie Blind. Yeah, yeah. I think on that episode, it's yeah, a and completely I was like, different world to like the bottle service. Like I, actually, I never yeah. got a request for that. To put the light on them. Oh, it's huge in Harlem, and yeah, I, I don't know if it's. Li- I get. I, I got a request two weeks ago, the first time. Shine a light on them. Shine a light yeah. on them. Yeah. And I had it because of that episode. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like I was know. like, are you? F- I was. I didn't talk to the dude. I was. I should have been like, are you from New York or mm-hmm. something? Because I don't. Yeah. I would try to play here in Vegas, and I just gave up. I was yeah. like, nah, I ain't gonna. Do oh, it's it. not. No one's doing. Nah, it. Nah. What's, what's you the definitely they chop off them first, like eight bars or something, right? Ain't it just the beat? And yeah, then, and yeah. you know what? The New Yorkers, a lot. I've noticed about New York DJs, they don't want to share anything. They want to keep it all to themselves. Hmm. They're like the it's very school. different. Yeah. It's like very old school. I had that for a long Bronx, time. Bronx, like Bronx record shopping mentality, yeah. like digging, like yo. Like, I had that with the Serato when that sh- and everyone was trading hard drives. I was like, yeah, why are you giving? When giving we when we started yeah. pressing up vinyl, like that was all Diplo's idea because mm-hmm. I was like, why would we give other DJs our mixes? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, but now they're doing it to get famous. Obviously. Right? That's a terrible thought. You know what I mean? Like that's that's antiquated. That's just not how the world works anymore. But I thought I, I saw a recent tweet with Ellie. I think he showed like a video. Ellie Escobar, mm. shout to Ellie. Uh, he was DJing some party and he had some fuck. I'm not gonna remember it. He had a remix. It could have been a Madonna remix or mm. something. And everyone was like, "Yo, where's that remix? Where can we get that?" And he's like, "Well, I gotta have some." edits and some yeah, remixes for myself yeah. some i guess there's myself, a balance you know? right you got to yeah. work a balance where like you're you're not like totally stingy and you're helping people out but, but i like that a lot joints. yeah i, I like it too, i like man. that a lot yeah actually just right. and, and I, I don't think a lot of uh i don't think a lot of the younger kids appreciate that as much that mentality i don't think, they, I don't think that was something because they, they put do. their whole sets out there you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean and they really put everything out there yeah yeah it's one of them things where it's like um are you just the guy who's like, you're going to be left behind because you want, you're not going to adapt to this new thought, you know? So you just kind of look like, like I was like that, you know? But did, did you, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think it was Scratch or somebody posted something on Instagram recently where they were like, if you keep posting all your routines and all your tricks, yeah, everyone's just going to steal your shit. Yeah. And everyone's going to take all, take all your ideas and yeah. take all your concepts. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of, <laughs> I kind of think it's like I think maybe like a few years ago it was like yeah let's put it all out there let's get you know get some social media content mm-hmm. let's get famous and I think now it's like we got to control this shit because yeah. there's so many DJs out there just who are just gonna or like edits and stuff like that or just or taking like, like seeing like your Instagram stories of someone mm-hmm. watching you and being like oh I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do this and yeah you just yeah. kind of lose a sense of like yeah style or like. That's another An thing I'm old school sound. with though too. I forget to Instagram my shit all the time. I, I, you know? I'm horrible yeah. at it, bro. I'm really bad. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> or like sometimes when the party's at its most popping point, it ain't really from like a, a song that's like super interesting. Are you getting you requests know? for uh, Pop Smoke? Yeah, Pop Smoke. I was no. Um, and I was, I remember when I first heard that song, I posted about it. I was like, uh, you got my attention because it's an interesting song to me because the yeah. beat is kind of like the UK. It's made by right. UK Crime dude. Sure, yeah. And um the voice it's kind of like it's as soon as i heard it i was like this guy's from new york you know mm-hmm. and um i'm like going through new music and i'm hearing all the like man man fuck on your bitch pull up in rory's you know what i mean yeah. and i'm just like then i hear this <laughs> shit and i'm like uh he's like it sounds like 
Ja Rule Cowardly Lion type shit. And I was like, <laughs> Cowardly Lion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And uh, I was like, this is cool, man. This guy's got a cool voice. And then um, I hear that beat the, with the dub sound coming. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I was like, all right, this shit's cool. But it ne- I haven't heard it. I heard someone playing it out of their car in Philly mm-hmm. out of them weird, like, uh, actually, my boy said that he heard it, that he heard it coming out of the car. And uh, so I'm like quoting him. I don't know if that even happened, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's, I feel like that's all. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that sound's gonna emerge and, and leak over to the U.S. That UK grime? That uh, drill yeah, sound? I feel like it has. Um, I don't know what kind of commercial success it's gonna. Well, say. Drake tried it, and it didn't really hit with the Skepta and all that stuff on that uh, more life. I know yeah. they had that Nicki Minaj remix of with the. Welcome to the party, yeah. Dude, and French much. Montana did one too, but that's kind of like doubling down on the New York. You yeah, know what I, I mean? That, that's gonna, I don't know how dude. necessary that was. If you had like a Southern dude on there, that might have been. You have to put like a gunner or a uh, little baby or someone. The on baby yeah. would have been dope too. Yeah, the baby, baby, the baby been dope. yeah. I think any the ba- of the babies, the baby, baby, the baby, little baby, any baby. I think the baby. I think the baby would have killed it. The baby just because of it. the tone of his voice. Yeah, it's very similar. and his flow is like yeah. kind of bouncy. Like mm-hmm. he's got probably one of the best flows that's came out in, in, in the, the past, past years. years. No, and I said I was like when I first I was like yo someone is not calling themselves the baby for real. <laughs> yeah, and I listened to it and I was like oh I like this. And I was the like clarity, this is actually the like clarity in his voice is crazy. Yeah, when he, he raps. raps fast. He can rap, yeah. man. He can rap from an old school perspective. Almost he like a new version of Ludacris. Almost. Yeah, yeah, it's a good comparison. Yeah. He's got yeah. He's got a really great yeah. flow and flow and uh, his 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 uh, voice. It's mature. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It is like it. it, it uh, yeah, you can't really be mad at it from any type of uh, hip hop perspective. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm. Uh, what do you call it? that? That, that would have been perfect. The baby on that remix. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I don't think you think that's gonna pop in the West. I mean, we only seen it pop out of everyday people. Like I said. And there was all those New York I, transplants. Yes. Yeah. I, I did an L.A. Yeah. party, and I tried to drop it. It was a young kid's crowd, and I had to pull out. Pulse yeah, I haven't even quick. I haven't even tried to drop it. I haven't found, like, an appropriate place for it. You know, yeah. it's kind of like uh, the energy level is low. I like it as a song, as, some, as something that's new. But I, I don't, I'm not going to try and force it into a party unless, like, you need something else to go with you it. You got to really recover from it. Yeah. You got to have something ready. ready. You gotta that's how ready. I feel about pop. We're just going back to uh, the Pop Smoke record. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to get into. And right. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's shit. A weird beginning how the too. fuck do I get out of Well, there, there's too. a joint in Philly by this dude, Sim Santana, called Flexing and Flashing, which is like, that's kind of getting, and that's in the same vibe. Like, yeah. it's street shit. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just in Boston over the weekend, and, and it was a guy from New York. He asked me to play it, and I was like, cool, I got you. I played it. And they, everyone they kind of wild out. His three friends. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, but yo, we got it. And then, and then even they bailed on you. They sold yeah. you. I hate when people do that it shit. Like, they request something. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna need you to represent because I'm, I'm taking a chance here. I felt like he like saw the crowd and he kind of went in. And he, he cowered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, oh. I hate that. That's shit, a good man. point though. He yeah. was like, oh shit, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> when people sell you out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking hate that. If uh-huh. someone comes to me and requests something like twice or three times. Okay, I'll take a chance for you, but yeah. you better represent because you might be the only people. And you're going to make me table. look really dumb if you look at look all the other people. Him and his buddies at a table that were spending money. So I'm like, you know what? Like, y'all are cool. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think he looked and he's like, abort. <laughs> he got you. He could do that. Nah, get nah. out. Get out. What if he gave you one of these? Like, yo, get out. Why are you playing this I shit? I might have really like, been yeah, pissed. Right, right. 
or, or looked at you saying like, "What the fuck yeah, are you yeah. doing?" The it's wor- tough, man. The worst shit. So like the worst shit is when they ignore it. Like you play their shit, oh, yeah, and God. they just kind of drinking. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like no kind of reaction, no or appreciation. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Maybe like tip his drink to me. I'm like, fuck you. Y'all should have been like wilding out. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys DJ places with multiple rooms a lot, or are you are you mainly holding it down? Because I'm always in places with multiple rooms, so that's like another level of like yeah something you need to worry about, you yeah. know? Because yeah. it's like the first time something ain't hitting, like people be like, "Oh, let's check out." Is that there. is that a lot in Philly? Nah, no. nah. I think um, you know, like I'm fortunate. I like the clubs I DJ at now. They're like uh, they're one of the, like, like pretty successful big clubs with a lot of rooms, mm-hmm. and like they fill up. And uh, I don't think that's normal, though, you know. But uh, yeah, for me, like I started doing a lot of these spots like three or four years ago, and I was like, "Yo, this is a whole other added level of like." Uh, that's why I get so mad when songs don't work. I'm like, I'll "Lose the room, you know? You could lose the room for playing the right song too long." Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, it's that's like. True. I I remember being like when you when there's like multiple rooms, and then like people leave. You're just like, what the fuck did I play wrong? Like, right. what's going on? Right. Sometimes it's not it's even a, your fault. Somebody smashing it. I had that feeling you know? uh, last time me and Peter did our party, and and we have upstairs and downstairs, and then so everybody stopped going up, and I was like, fuck, I'm fucking this up. Yeah. Like, Peter, what do I do? Yeah, and I'll, I'll go up, run up, see if he's killing it, the other DJ. <laughs> oh, you, you know, do that? Yeah, I don't do that. Sometimes sometimes if I can't figure it out, but then I'll be like, okay, it's just like, not, it's slow right now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, maybe I better step it up. He's got him locked in, you know? Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know. From a consumer standpoint, right. sometimes people just want to change the scenery real fast. Yeah. Cha- or like, yo, sometimes I'll, it'll be like a group of people having fun, and then they'll have one friend come in from the other room, like, yo, let's go over here. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing, man? Everyone's <laughs> having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. It's I have that like I have like that super critical DJ view though. Like the rest of the, the room could be popping, but I'm worried about like the one group of people that's leaving the room. You know, like why? Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, when when you've been DJing, because you're like, oh, you're like a like a OG working club DJ. Right? You're seasoned yeah. vet. Seasoned vet. So when you've been when you've been doing clubs for that long, it becomes like a. I mean, there's elements of fun in there. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's mathematics a little bit, right? For me, it's very it's like a game, right? You know, like I'm just like, what what plays do I have to call to make this room like go as crazy as possible? Mm-hmm. And you know, the longer you've been DJing, you ha- your playbook is bigger. You right? Know? You're like, I can go back to 2004 Neptune's era, hit them with that, you know, and yeah. I can go into like 2008 like snap music. You know, you just you have this playbook. So when you see groups of people walk in, it's like reading the defense. You're like, all right, boom. You know, like <laughs> this is this is the play to call. I've seen it work a million times. I have a hundred percent faith in it. You know, so that's, and that, but but then you can get creative when you every when you're up by thirty points. Right. You know, and you're like, all right, let's try some trick plays. Let's try some. You know, it's a, it's like, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's still fun. I still have fun doing it, and I like I feel like. I feel real fortunate because there were so many ups and downs, but um, you know, I'm still. I didn't know if DJ was going to happen in my 40s. You know, I'm early 40s. <laughs> yeah. I have a quick question: where, where you DJ at now? Do you get the freedom to play what you want? Like the manager trusts you? Yeah. Or he's like, no, hit, 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 energy, I, energy, energy. All right. So where I work is a club called Voyeur. I don't know. If people usually name their clubs. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I heard a few voyeurs before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so like it, you know, it's like real experience management and owners. Um, they've been like 
successful nightclub owners in the city for a while and they know you know i've been around for a while so i feel like i i'm trusted to kind of like i can count on like one hand the amount of times anyone said anything to me and it's usually like the reverse it's like yo just do whatever you got to do to get it to pop off you know mm-hmm. like don't even pay attention to uh, <laughs> what it's supposed to be you know like just just make it work you know like maybe you're in your head a little bit too much you oh, know okay. like just do whatever you gotta do you know Reggae's uh, Reggae's popping out there. Is Afrobeats yeah. leaking over? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's um, it's kind of like the new dance hall, right? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. It, like for the bright crowd. It's a lot smoother though. It's not as fast. N- yeah, it's. I I go half and half with it. Like some shit I like, other songs I'm like, ah, this is very singable. Put me to sleep, man. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is reggaeton hitting out there as well? Uh, certain crowds. You certain know? crowds. Is there I mean, Philly's got a big Latino population. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot, of, just like New York, like a lot of Puerto Rican. Is there any Mexican? Is there any Mexicans in Philadelphia? Yo, it's funny. The club I do on Sunday night, there's a Mexican party upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah, there is. It's not. It's not as like prevalent as the West Coast, but every yeah. city has the, has the. But like they, it's very insulated. Like they got like the cowboy hats on and shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they'll play like cumbia. I'll go in. They'll be playing cumbia. Then they'll play like Journey. So like it's like and the dudes talking the whole time, cutting the music. It's a it's a scene, right? Oh shit! They'll Gotta play go. bachata. They'll play reggaeton. You know, and then I have to DJ downstairs, so I don't know what they're playing at high time. But it's a it's. So wait, what are you playing? It's a different party. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a completely different party, yeah. but it's in the same club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so weird. Mm-hmm. That's cr- so dope. Yeah, yeah, my people in there, man. Right, right. Yeah, that's like having I don't know. That's like having a restaurant. It's like a buffet with <laughs> like yeah. It's like having a restaurant. It's multiple rooms. It's so you know what I mean. So yeah, but those are like, such polar. Op- it's not the standard of what you. Yeah, would I think, think it's right? like a separate. Um, it's a promoter. Own, it's really its own thing, man. Yeah. You know, like I think like on my night, it's it's. Or like five is it the same entrance in, you know uh yeah but when you go downstairs if you're here for the other party you go up here oh, okay so sometimes do you see like mexican cowboys just hanging out in your room yeah <laughs> they'll come or sometimes the girls will come down because i'll be playing like beyonce and shit you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so and when i'll be the, the reggaeton i do play is the bangers yeah. you know so like everybody just wants to hear the bangers man it don't yeah. matter where what scene you're in you mm-hmm. know so great, sometimes man. they'll come down and they'll get hyped to it yeah I, w- I always wonder because there's a heavier presence of uh, reggaeton in certain cities than other cities. Yeah. And I don't, for, for me, like, whenever I play reggaeton in Vegas, it gets the party moving to a certain extent, but I got to get out of it for yeah. certain rooms. Yeah. Like certain crowds, like uh, on a Saturday. Yeah, like you hit, I, everything's like three or four, three songs, right? I, mm-hmm. But do, do you have a thing where, like, if you play one reggaeton song, you got to play at least two more? Yeah, I feel like that's a very old school mentality. Yeah, like it it, it's like running rhythms. I do in, that. In yes, the dance hall. You yes. know, like you can't just play like "Get Busy," Sean Paul. You gotta play "No Let right. Go" and fucking you know maybe yeah. "Lumi D." And do you notice that like the newer generation of DJs, they don't follow any genre. Mm, yeah. They just that's hop like, every fucking where. They don't even follow energy. So yeah, like, I think that comes from um, well, one just maybe not being around for that time. But when you had to buy vinyl, you would go to the store and you would grab like a stack for that week. Mm-hmm. And so you would work with them records by, and they were all songs that came out around the same time. They all kind of fit together. Mm-hmm. And so you had these little combos that you developed, the plays in the playbook, right. that um, 
you were forced to just work with a certain amount because these were like the new five to ten records you bought. You go home and mess with them a little bit. And then you go out and then, you know, to this day, there's certain songs that you've been mixing together for like 20 years, yeah, you yeah. know, because you probably bought them two records the same day, you know. It's and yeah, go ahead. and then probably the production was by the same similar, yeah, guy yeah, same whatnot. tempo, yeah. the same way it is now, the same way like if you organize your songs by BPM and Serato, it's almost chronological. Yeah, you know, with the, with the little exceptions here and there, yeah. but mm -hmm. like you'll see, like all right, everything was like eighty three BPMs in two thousand eight. Whether it's like Rude Boy or you know or uh, still in love with you or something. Yeah, like, like all you know, you'll see you, and uh, yeah, so. Also from the vinyl mentality, you, you learn how to maximize songs. Cause you're like, you, you only had this many songs on you. So mm -hmm. you weren't just gonna burn a banger without, um, you know, having like set up records. You knew you had to like make the most of this shit. Where after Serato, even I got a little careless. Like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go in early. I got a thousand other songs. But the mentality's still there where you're like, I'm not just gonna waste a banger. I'm gonna set it up so that when I drop it, it's uh, the right time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like I love listening to like younger DJs that just flow through different different genres and like and like uh, I love like there's no rhyme or reason to it all except like, for the fact that they're like I like this song and oh I like this song mm -hmm. and they're like in the same BPM like yeah. uh, just, just putting that's together. all they have in common is yeah. BPM right no but I, I think there's like a, there's this genius behind it that that I don't know if they even notice it where I'm listening to it and I'm like oh like. You never thought of that because I never thought in, of like, that, but old, yeah, no, but I, and then I, yeah, kind of, but mm -hmm. I, I love that it breaks the predictability of of some of some of the older sets. Right, when you hear us spin, you know, you know what's coming next. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I love like hearing. I intentionally that. never play. I won't say never, but play. Uh, what's it called? The rupee. Uh, turn me on, or after Kevin Little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that record. Like I, I just, I do, I won't do it. But now. people expect it. Yeah, you ever, right. You it's ever, almost like a letdown. That's the other thing yeah. too. There's like routines that are played out, and then there's other routines where like if you don't do it, you're mm -hmm. whack. You yeah. know, like oh, yeah. how are you not gonna play? <laughs> how that? did you not? How, you, yeah. how are you gonna play Rupee? And you don't play Turn Me On. You know, yeah. Planet Are You From? Man? Yeah, yeah. Like right. so I remember someone came up to me and they were like, "Oh, you played Act Up, but you didn't play Sweetie after." Right. And I'm like, "Oh, now would be Hot Girl Summer, right?" Yeah. Is that hitting out here? Not I, really. It's kind of. Yeah, I heard you guys saying that me. on the on the thing. Oh. No, I was gonna say for me that is one of the so first songs in a long time that the day I got it, I played it, and it's kind of been working yeah. from the jump. Wow. Yeah, it's been working. But again, like you know, like Philly and my crowd, like they're into all that shit, so yeah. they're up on it. You know what I mean? And um, so it yeah, sounds like, like, like Philly's sweetie. It's you know what, man, for for being in a. Uh, what we would call like a working DJ situation, it's it's pretty good, man. Uh, at least where I'm at, it's mm -hmm. uh, because it's just a fun energy. You can be uh, a little more open than you would at regular spots. You can go deep in the different catalogs, like a Nicki Minaj. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, and the energy's great. So I, I've done bottle service uh, a few times. I, I, it's it wasn't really my thing. Um, I don't really know how much of it is still going on in Philadelphia, really. I've kind of been been at the same spots for years now, and I'm happy there. And I don't really if I'm if I'm if I'm not going to work there, it's going to be because I'm in LA. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't feel like the need to make a lateral move to just go somewhere I'm not familiar with or something. You know, bottle service in Philly was that ever a big thing? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it was. It. I guess, it was it. It's, but yeah, it's like Philadelphia is not really. 
it's not a bottle service. It's city. not a bottle service. So so when they <laughs> so, so when they try <laughs> yeah so when they do it's like you know it's Somebody either like a, it's like what, a Sixers player yeah or someone who's uh, probably not involved in legal activity. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> it's. <laughs> Some of y'all cities, cities, some of y'all cities, y'all gotta relax on the bottle service. You That's do the not thing, though, right? It's like everybody service, yeah. wants to wants to be down, you know. Oh, this is the new thing, bottle service. Everybody wants a bottle. Nebraska yeah. having bottle service sounds crazy. The strip clubs are popping, right? Um, I don't know. I'm not a big strip club guy, okay. honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't say it's anything crazy. Like yeah. I don't, I don't hear. It's not like, like Atlanta. It's not right or right. Yeah. Like I know Atlanta or DC. Yeah. Was well, the last time we talked a little bit before we recorded? The uh, last time I was in Philly, I DJed and it was like a half club, half strip club, and it was popping. Yeah, really. Yeah, like of girls course. were like. A Philly strip club sounds scary. Yeah, yeah, sounds maybe, that, maybe, maybe that's why I'm not a big strip club. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like they will rob your ass quick. Yeah. I think that's why. I think uh, like every time I've gone, I've just been like, "This isn't." I feel really like somebody will get set up outside. Yeah, yeah. I can see myself getting stabbed at a Philly strip club. <laughs> Yo, it it just sounds like something that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Had, and I think they Did had you guys hear about by, by the stripper? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right in the neck. Or seeing a stripper with stab wounds on herself, right? Yeah, right. That's yeah. exactly. You're reminding me why. Like you were You've like, never had a stripper with a gunshot wound or like a stab wound? <laughs> yeah. What, I've seen what, happened, I've seen like, what happened? Yeah, like, yeah. Three, I've seen like, boom, uh, boom, boom. I've, like I've been in place, and I've just been like, yeah, man, that's that's an odd, odd <laughs> profession you chose. <laughs> Stripper with gunshot wounds is crazy, bro. I've seen that in TJ yeah. once. Gunshot wounds? Yeah, I've seen stab wounds. I never I've seen, seen a stab wound. wound. No, it looked like a gunshot wound. That bitch is crazy. Christ. Those are fun girls, though. Yeah. They know how to. Have, they know how to have a good time. <laughs> Apparently. It reminds me of that girl from Power. She's so what, so, the, so the Vegas strip clubs don't have guns? Is, is this New York where you've seen this? <laughs> it's saw it in New Injuries, York and yeah. Miami. I saw okay. it in Miami. I don't go to strip clubs much either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate a, a, a stripper with some scars, though. Yeah. Some yeah. paddle wounds. Yeah. See, it's like, you know, she's seasoned. I, 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 would, I, would buy, I would like to buy her a drink. <laughs> Should have her on the podcast. Shit. Yeah, have her on the podcast. Have her on stories. stories. How did this Dude, happen? <laughs> Crickets, uh, he wanted to do an episode with strippers one time, but not showing their faces. Just to mm-hmm. ask some good Stories. Oh, they, I bet they got stories. Yeah. I mean, I want to. I want to get. Uh, I want to get cocktail waitresses. There's got to be a stripper that DJs. You know. Uh, that you can't. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Man. I might. I would. Think, I would feel like that's like the next. Uh, like <laughs> a, like a no brainer. You know? Kirkland teaches yeah. the next stripper DJ. I mean, shit. Maybe in a couple of years, I'll do that shit. <laughs> Who taught you, Cricket? Really? Couldn't put it past them. I mean, I don't mind managing and and, uh, and molding. <laughs> Maybe that needs to be your next. Like next time you go out, like be like, "Have you ever thought about DJ?" Yeah. What you, it's what not over. Know? Maybe we'll do, we'll work on a project. <laughs> the stripper tonics, uh, <laughs> a whole crew, battle crew. Yeah, let's do it. You get a Philly. You get a Philly one. I'll get a Vegas one. Start like a little crew. Yeah. Like yeah, the new deck star <laughs> with stripper with stripper DJ Paul Stars. Oh, ooh. Paul, ooh. Yeah, wow. we got to stop recording because we're giving <laughs> too many gems out here. Someone's going to take that idea. Go copyright man. that name. Right <laughs> Paul Stars. Oh. Yeah, that'll be kind of. That's kind of ill. As the set progresses, she's wearing less. <laughs> less. God, God damn it! Is this is a sexist con- conversation. No, no it's not. It's pretty way? funny. And no. then. There's a point where she just play push play and then she goes and dances out and then comes back to the decks. Yeah, you can I, incorporate it, or and that could just be her her story. Have you been note? Oh my god, I gotta talk about this. I was in L.A. Uh, 
uh, at a boss. Oh, it was a, it was a buddy's birthday. Birthday red, by presented by at Red Bull. The Jane Fonda at the Fonda Theater. Theater. The Fonda Theater. Uh, yeah, Fonda she, Theater. She Jane dope. Fonda Theater sounds crazy. Yeah, but it was Buddy's birthday. Boss was performing. There was a ton of other rappers performing, and I got there super early with with Jamie. Yeah, and I was listening and watching these young DJs. It was so interesting. Really, it's pretty yeah. crazy. It's um. Oh man, how do I explain this? So there's like this new dynamic where all the DJs at some point play a track, come to the front mm. and start dancing and sing along to the songs. Yeah. With the crowd. It's kind of like the next step to the like standing on the table or something. Yeah. 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 But it was it's it even was, more interactive. But it's, it's a little bit of a cooler hip hop vibe to it. Like yeah. a vibe like bounce yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, you know, like a DJ and it was like every Where was this at again? This was at the Fonda, Fonda Theater. Fonda Theater in LA and Hollywood okay. Boulevard. So like the first person I noticed doing that was Esco when he had a Thursday residency at Drake's. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone was like, oh, DJ Esco has residency, but he's hardly DJing. He's in the front and he's mm. like being a showman. Wow. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, and I saw the show. And then he had like a, a mascot guy with him. He had a mascot. I yeah. saw the show. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was, it was entertaining. Kind of being his own man, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because he, he, because like, you know, he produced and he was Future's DJ. Yeah. It, 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 it made sense that he would dance and like perform these songs a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's like if you're being brought to Vegas to DJ, you kind of have to have a little. Yeah. Extra, people want right? to see you. Yeah, right. They're yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, a performance. And it was at a time where Future was so scorching. Oh, huge. Yeah. He was just yeah, popping. Was, yo. Yeah. And then so like for Esco to come out there and just like bounce to all of these Future songs was nuts. It was crazy. Like the energy was dope. Mm. I saw him like a year later. And by then he really perfected it. Yeah. And he had these like routines for like, yo, let, like now's the West Coast routine. Yeah. Let's drop blow the whistle. Right. Now's the swag surf routine. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do the snap era. Let's do like the West Coast era shit. And it was like, I was like, wow, that's a really tight yeah. show. And yeah. I couldn't even hate on it or complain about it. And it didn't, it didn't even matter to me that he wasn't DJing. Right. Yeah. Because it's like a branding thing. And of course he could stand behind there. And, and but it was like yeah. a good show. Yeah. You know, right. like, and but yeah, I guess is it an Atlanta thing for real? I mean, those are the first guys I saw doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust the peanut. From that like group of like that strip club. Yeah. City era. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's a thing, but yeah, maybe. I, mean, that's I feel like I don't get to see enough but DJs. It was, but it was interactive really? with the crowd. Like they really were. Digging it was it yeah, and it, it would hype the crowd up. Um, but obviously, if the guy coming to the front was kind of whack, like if he couldn't dance. Yeah. And that's the thing is that the I was like. Won. It, that was the thing is that yo you gotta know how to dance to do that shit and I really like that energy man like I would I don't know if I could ever do that or you could ever do that nah, but, nah, but nah. I thought it was so great that they were dancing they were stylish they had that young energy some of them even jumped into the crowd yeah and they were hyping its stuff up I, I would we, like I would never do that as a performance you know what yeah, I mean yeah. that's not like that's definitely not my style but back in the day like we would definitely like play a song and then like dance with people but it was a natural thing you know right. what I mean it but, wasn't like this is me dancing for you it was like that I'm sounds looking. like a spank rock kind of show right though, right like. right yeah and no we would and it would be like Yo, can you play some? Because I want to go. You know, maybe there's like a girl you want to talk to, or like you just mm-hmm. want to throw bows in the crowd and right. crunk with everyone. You know what I mean? And spray some beer. And shit, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so it was like we wanted to be part of the party. Like, yo, this party's fun as shit. We're throwing. Like, we want to be like participate too. Yeah. It was funny that every young DJ that was, and they were, they were all young ass DJs, probably like 21 and 22. And the kids too, they were young. 
Yeah, and I, like it was, they were maybe younger. Maybe they were like 18, 19. No, they yeah. were. Yeah. Like it was an all age show, I believe. Yeah, it was all age show because those DJs had to be in like eighteen or twenty. Yeah, and, and it was funny to see that they all did that. They all went out front. They were all like the on the style. mic. Yeah, and they were, and it was more, and they all did this too. They all shut off the music and talked to the crowd. Yeah, like what's up, y'all? Hmm. Like you know, I just came out to show out. How y'all feeling? Are y'all good? Da da da. Yeah, and everyone's like. And they're like, all right, I'm gonna play this yo, next track. So and it was funny, like, man. and I was like, yo, this is really interesting. Some Jam Master J. The shit. MC at the run I did Saturday, but it was super that. laid back. It wasn't like it was in energy. your face. Yeah. It was like, hey guys, what's yeah, up? Know. And everyone's like, ah, are y'all ready to turn up? Ah, <laughs> That's interesting. I'm ready to turn up too. You know, I got my water here. You know, I'm feeling good tonight. Y'all feeling good though? It was like really laid back. And they were like, yeah. And then they dropped something and been they would DJ for a little bit. And then they would come out front and be like, oh, this is the song I'm going to come out front. And I just picture them like, you know, practicing it yeah, in the mirror. It's just you know? a, new, a new style. <laughs> but it was good. I was like, oh, I like this. And it's it's entertaining. And it really, I don't like it. It, it was showing me something that I think is going to evolve and change yeah, in the next. We're phased out. Yeah. We're in the next whatever. few years. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I think. But it's also, to me, these kids really um, trying to set themselves apart. Yeah, from each other and really show some charisma. Yeah, this was L.A. You know? Yeah, this was L.A. Yeah. It's funny because the MC who was hosting the party I did Saturday kept wanting me to stop and like have a speech. Mm. And I was like, "Didn't we just do this?" <laughs> it's like the national, like the what's democratic a, what's debate. A, what's, a, what's a low B speech? No, yeah, not was, me. He oh, did. That's he like the host. To. No, he wa- no, he was like, "Yo, he's like, oh, he wants to." He's say. like, "Stop for a second. I'm gonna say something. Yeah, and then drop something." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay." And then, like five minutes later, he did, it, and I was like, "All right, I'm in a, I'm in a groove here." You know, I don't like yeah, yeah. I, that's not the same mentality for me. What about drop an instrumental for him next time? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm the furthest thing from that. Like I know you guys get. I don't. I barely ever get on the mic. I'll do pause it to like man. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, pause. I'm on the mic a lot. Yeah, well, you know. But I also think it was the stage element that it was a show. Mm-hmm. So they, I think they wanted to go out front on stage. Yeah. But I don't know if they would necessarily do that in a nightclub setting. But you never fucking know. I mean, I mean, Nasco did it. Yeah. So you never yeah. know. Just to uh, kid business for the hospitality. I love, I love the confidence. It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, love the yeah. balls to just like that. You know, like to just to do that. And uh, it just shows the difference in who's becoming DJs, right? Because in the beginning of our generation, it was nerds. Yeah, we want to play. It was the music. Back. We want to be involved, but we're not a rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you were. But. Well, I mean, but <laughs> I love but, it. But, but wasn't it also a lot of like it, dudes who became a DJ became a DJ because they loved the music, but yeah. they also weren't the guy getting like the attention. Well, no, I, I think they, they wanted a little bit of attention, but not like yeah. super spotlight. You no, know? I just don't think there were those charismatic, good-looking dudes who knew how to dress and got girls. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they were like, "Yo, I'm gonna." I, I know I can get girls. Totally. Yeah. I'm going to DJ. <laughs> Play right? dope tunes. Yes. But, this will make me cool. But now the good looking dudes and like the charismatic like dudes and girls are like, they're like, they're the DJs. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. Like the dynamic changing. Like they have such a superstar, like a superstar quality. Yeah. I was really, I, w- I was having fun watching them, you know. And obviously the mixes were horrible. Like some of them were just yeah. offbeat. But it was just, it was just, I don't know. It, I, people were like, not belittling them. It was like really cute because I was like, the you, effort was there. I was like, you guys got something, and you're mm. gonna, you, your skills are gonna develop later. 
But the energy you guys got yeah. and the charisma and right, the, you it's, know? Not, it's not something that can be taught, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, like we all learn stuff, you know. Yeah. Like we kind of, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all have like a, a natural thing that yeah. ear to know like this goes with this. There's mm-hmm. definitely an X factor there. I don't mean to say it like that, but a lot of what we did was based on practice and uh, and knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Where like their stuff is mo- a more natural like, the but, pr- but the process are of, kids being yeah. raised like that now though because of like, the, uh, the the social media. I hate to say oh, so it's not like such an old you know with social media and everything. <laughs> just, like all these kids and their phones. This, this internet but, thing's yeah, a big yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? It's pretty popular. I hear the YouTube and the, and the yeah. Twitter. <laughs> what is that? A tweet they send? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so do you think like they're like. Uh, they're kind of just being groomed to be more uh, exhibitionist, kind of. I think uh, it's like it reminded me, like when the kid, one of the DJs, jumped into the crowd mm-hmm. and was wilding out to the crowd. Yeah. I was like, "This is really Travis Scott." Mm. It, it was, but and you also look at like I, we talked about Travis Scott, where I, I, at times I've said he's he sometimes, and this may be. Not the whole show, but elements of his show. He's very much a hype man and not mm-hmm. a performer. Mm-hmm. He's like a hype man for his own music. Yeah. yeah. So I think elements of that with DJing go hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's only natural that these kids want to show out like that. They want to, they want to be like. And then it's a mix of the EDM where the DJ's the focus on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone's watching the DJ, and you kind of have to be on. A, you have to do a show. You have to like. Like, motherfuckers are watching you, DJ. Yeah. So you have to, and... I'm getting uncomfortable just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it, I, I would be like, damn, stop. Like, they're just staring at you the whole time. <laughs> you're the opening You act. ever have someone watch you DJ, and you're like, why are you watching me DJ? <laughs> I talk to each other. <laughs> there's like, a, there's a few clubs where they have a spotlight on me, and I'm like, turn, mm. can you turn off the spotlight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one of them was like, no. And yeah, I, <laughs> there was one club where they wouldn't let me put the laptop in the center. Oh really? Yeah, because they were. I was like, "Can I move the laptop?" And I said, "Can I get a laptop?" Does it can I move? your face? And they said, "No, it doesn't look good on with pictures." Damn. And I was like, "The fuck?" I think I gotta have the laptop in front of me now because I have like these weird DJ injuries. Like I got like tendonitis from going right. To the wow. Yeah, yeah. And like the I got like pinched nerves in my neck from tell. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, we got the a left, whole. We got a whole. I don't know what sixty is gonna look like, man. I got like three things now. <laughs> There's That's a so lot of funny. 40-year-old DJs out there. I know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know. I, don't know. I know a few dudes that like, they got to. They're still holding it down. They got to take a few nights off though, you know? Because like, it's physical, like standing for five hours yeah. gets like physically taxing after a certain age. Well, a lot of my boys stopped drinking. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, one I of the did that. I got I got to that early. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, just, said, oh, I mean, seven years. Yeah. It'll yeah. Be seven, it was yeah. actually seven, seven years, years in August. Seven years in August. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Congrats. Congrats, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a, like a. That's a definitive move to stop drinking. Right, like, right. Well, well, yeah, yeah, because you can't. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I tried to do it, but I, it always leads to, like, wild shit, you know? <laughs> and, so, like, you only get so many chances to be like, yo, my bad. Can I get that game yeah. back? <laughs> wow, that's pretty. So it's now it's only water bottles and Red Bulls for you. Yeah, sugar-free Red Bull and, water, and club soda. It's no a different way of approaching the night, though, right? Yeah, man. I mean... I think it's really appreciated, but like I used to think it would be um, a detriment because you don't maybe like bro down as much with people, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or like politic with like doing shots and shit like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and I've seen this happen to so many DJs drink themselves out of gigs, you know, 
And um, I think that, like, for me, it's definitely, obviously, it's beneficial. But even, like, from D, from a DJ standpoint, like, it, you know, you just, you just tend to be more professional in general, you know. I feel yeah. like That's sometimes when I don't drink, I'm more on edge. Yeah. Well, and that's like, like everything it takes I'm getting used to. So, yeah. You know. So like when I'm completely sober and people are like requesting and a manager's <sighs> coming to me, say this on a mic or do this. I definitely got to chill with If that. I'm sober, yeah. uh-huh. I actually might be like, everyone leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, that face you made right there. <laughs> like, yeah. I think like Pit that, out, basically doing a low budget impersonation. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you, when you were drunk, no, when I'm not, no, that is like, like you're right. Like I am probably a little more tense about something when you're sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But if I have like you know a drink and I'm a little relaxed, and everyone's yelling at me like, "Yo, do this, do that," I'm just kind of like, "Yo, like fuck it." (laughs) No, I'm just like, "Fuck it, yeah, let's do it." You know, Mm -hmm. like, "Eh, no problem. You know what? I say that though, but I I was, I was still, I could still get like that when I would drink. Yeah, I would still be like. And that's why I'd probably say some wild shit too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess but it's like, your birthday today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't, yeah. I've said yeah. But even now, I still kind of. I don't know. I think that's just your personality is your personality. I know what you're saying though. I can yeah. definitely probably come probably come off as uptight sometimes when people request stuff and mm-hmm. like. Did you just walk from the door to the booth and request something without even hearing what I'm playing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, and it'll be like, well, you're not supposed to do that. And yeah. I'll, I'll like feel bad. I'll be like. Like, yeah, you're okay. I just, but I think a lot of that too is just being older. Like, you're seriously like 15 years older than some of these people. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so like, there's almost like a parental like, or like it's just bad manners. You know, like, like, or, or like, you just asked me to play a song that has nothing to do with what everyone else is playing. Do you know how selfish that is? <laughs> you know, like, I start dropping these like little like things that make people be like, oh, it's probably not the best thing for a party environment, but yeah. making people question their integrity and everything i tend to take more requests nowadays and i'm, and, I'm cool, and cool I, no it. overall i'm cool with i requests. think when i was younger i was yeah. worse about it yeah me too yeah i i'm, I'm just being funny really like uh, yeah. you know there's a, some degree of that but i i'm probably way cooler than most djs with requests yeah. because like i get put on this shit by people like Mm-hmm. They put me on the City Girls like two years ago. My crowd requesting that joint off the Quality Control album, you know, and then uh, that put my radar up for City Girls. Um, a lot of stuff they request, especially because they are younger, and I'm not. I don't have time to keep up with it, like, yeah. all the new stuff. So, you know, I try and have everything. Or sometimes like they'll request something, and I'll be like, Oh, I actually have it. I just never played it. It's just sitting in my laptop <laughs> somewhere. It's but like uh, you download it in March. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. It's fucking like June. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so, yeah, I'm totally open to requests. D, you're but open if to requests if, if, if she looks cute. That's true. That <laughs> helps, right? <laughs> definitely helps. I have a question. Do you care what, who, what the person looks like? Nah. How about you, you take a yeah, request? Okay, so I'm like, I'm like I'm, uh, I get annoyed with straight dudes. <laughs> I, don't yeah. really, I don't really see the need for it to honor a straight dude's request. Like, yeah. yeah you know I'm I mean? cool like, as long as he's spending a lot of money or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bottle service like right, that, yeah. right. So if, that's usually not the case. If yeah. the person's cool, they're not rude about it. They're mm-hmm. like, yo, could you please play this? If they feel entitled, I might feel a way. Yeah. I still might do it anyway, but I try, I try to be cool and understand that they're in a club environment. They're the ones spending money. Right. So let me kind of like be respectful, respectful to them mm-hmm. and just kind of like listen to what they have to say. I feel like if the girl looks like, if girls are requesting shit and they look like the type of girl where a lot of dudes sweat her. You're like, more likely to not play it. I'm more likely not to play Me too. her song. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? You got to learn that you can't get everything you want. You can't you want get sometimes. everything you want. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, yo, no one's looks, told you yet. Looks on no everything. Yeah, yo. Right. Like, yo, I'm, I'm not the dude. Too. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. impressed. Especially when they do the eyes and sh- like they're like, they're running they might, the like, game. Rub, yeah. rub your back or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, the back rub. I hate yeah. the back with, with the nails scratching your back. <laughs> like, uh. I tell you, I always do this twitch and they always get freaked out. When they touch my back, I go like, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I do it on purpose. And Probably they're always like, them. whoa, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> the nails are too sharp. I told you not to do them that sharp. No, 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 I mean, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I'm just always like, you know. Yeah, no, I, I feel that too. And then, yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> like that's, what that's if a girl like asks for a song and like kind of like on the way out just smacks you in the butt? Like, <laughs> yeah, that one's fun. <laughs> like a, a little encouragement. Like, come on, you got it, everybody. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> like a sports player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd appreciate that more if a dude did that. Like, yo, good job. Oh, good thing. Thanks a lot, man. In, keep your head in the game, bro. Like, good looking, man. I appreciate it. Jesus Christ. I'm trying gonna, to think. You're going to get mad dude smacking you in the butt. Oh, now. <laughs> you just started a trend, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to think. If a dude is, yeah, what kind of a dude request? I don't like the dude that's requesting a song if he's not doing anything. He's like alone. Right, and it's just like yo, like yeah. this you're not, you don't have a drink bro. in your hand. You're not you're you're not dancing. You're like just kind of looking mopey because you have, they're not playing. You have your nothing shit. to do. You right. have nothing. Well, I think it's more that they have nothing to do and they're trying to they're trying to be cool or seem yeah. cool and be like I'm gonna request a song and like you know yeah I'm, I'm, I just always like I I never really that's just like the last energy I try and cater to. You we know have to get I mean? we have to get like a psychologist here mm-hmm. to really analyze I have, a, I have a BA in psychology. Do you? Yeah. I'm not definitely not a can psychologist we, yeah. though. <laughs> can we break down the mentality of someone who feels entitled to request I, something? I break it down for him. Yeah. As I just say yeah, yeah. No, if no, you have to I don't put really, him in I don't really show. I don't really have like full on conversations, but I do kind of like But let, let's let's yeah. be judgmental mm-hmm. for a second. Because yeah, yeah. we're not judgmental people, of course. Right. Yeah. But let's put let's put these <laughs> people in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. What is the type of person that is requesting something okay insecure uncomfortable uh, i don't know what if it's is insecure. it entitled yeah so me the i've i've requested songs yeah. i'll admit that I, like when i was younger you know mm-hmm. and I they were totally inappropriate songs. for what was going on i'd right. go and request fucking most deaf when they're playing bad boy you know what i right, mean right, like right. and and I would do it to be like, you ain't up on this. You know what okay. I mean? Like, oh, I'm real hip hop. You're not. Okay. I hate I hate that guy now. You know what I mean? Right. Just like at the time, and my younger self would probably hate me, <laughs> you know? But uh, but that's, that's kind of an insecurity to prove that you're... I guess so. You're yeah, good yeah, enough yeah. for the room. Yeah, identity. Know? identity. Yeah, you yeah. want to you wanna like uh, put your identity I'm letting you there. know that I know more right, than you. Right, right. I guess that could be definitely considered insecure. Right. Or just like, um, I should have done the research and known where they were going to be playing the shit that but I But you don't know play. any better. You're young. You're right. right. Or, or your friends bring you out somewhere. Yeah, you know I, mean, what I mean. But... Uh, I mean, I respect the guy that goes and like, yo, like I'm trying to talk to this chick. Can you throw on something like, you know what I mean? I respect from someone to come with me real like that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, like, but usually I'm kind of like, Chris Brown, but like see, I'm, I'm already there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I said, I kind of cater to that energy. Yeah. So that's usually not an issue if it's time to like dance to some R&B or that's like actually, wine. that's kind of a warning though, isn't it? It's like, you're not really feeding into what the girls want to dance to right right no because i've definitely been in situations where like i was trying to dance with a girl and the dj's playing like mop yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah. you're like excuse me excuse me bitch where the fella's is at where's my homies at <laughs> oh shit throw, throw her up in the air tito <laughs> 
<laughs> like slam bam, chests against each other. <laughs> yeah. I I want to wait. I want to talk about these these requests nowadays. Though. Yeah, requests yeah. are a great topic. Yeah. What, what did I have you noticed the difference in how motherfuckers request shit? Do you take requests? In the approach, yeah. In the approach of how they do it, do you get the do you take requests? I get it. That oh all yeah, the that's time. The, that's yeah. usually the number one. You, question. Do you feel people are getting the the message more courteous? Yeah. You think yeah. they're getting more courteous? Yeah, they're seeing the memes. They're seeing the, the DJ rants. <laughs> they have more friends. You know what I mean? Like, like there's definitely. But for me, like that doesn't even matter because I'm trying to limit the exchange to as small time as possible. So you don't. You're not mad I at the phone. I'm not mad at the phone. That is the most efficient way to tell me what you want to hear. You know what I mean? Really? Like you just boom and it's there. We don't even have to exchange I think words. the phone is more rude than someone it asking for the It looks rude. Request. It looks rude. It comes off as rude with yeah. bad optics for, for sure. It like looks, a bright ass yeah. phone in a dark ass club. Right. But if you remove yourself from that like bad visual, yeah. like it's effective. And I think the reason I feel this way maybe is because the first time I had that happen to me was in Europe like a long time ago putting some shit up on a language I don't even understand. Mm. But I was like, that's so, so civilized. Like, you know Really? I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's so like smart to just put it on your phone that way. Because that way, because you can't hear in a club. You, know? you just know what they want. Just like you're just writing the words. Now, this was before a smartphone, so it was probably like a, a razor or some shit that just had <laughs> like nice regular gray and black text that wasn't as obnoxious, yeah. you know. But I, when I, I was like, that's a great idea, you know. That was the first time I had I heard it. Now maybe if, yeah, if the first time it happened was like some drunk girl in a bottle service club, then I would be like, that's stupid. But you know, Europeans are more sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> I, does that? I mean, I feel like that bothers me more when they put a phone in my. A face. lot of DJs hate it. A lot of DJs hate it. And, I, and yeah. I'll jump back to it. I'll, I might make a face at them, but then I'll be like, all right. And then you just go like, oh, you know. I think they got to come up like they got to give me the one second. Okay, and that's a good compromise. A, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, let me see. But when they're just putting the phone in my face, I'm gonna ignore that shit for for <laughs> for a, a good while. Recently, I get the can I request a song? Is it? Is it? And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, it depends. That's I always just say, "Yeah." I say, "What do you want to hear?" Yeah, what you got in mind? I say, "I say, what is it?" Because <laughs> I don't yeah. even like. I'm, I I want to get to the next mix. Right, right. Like a, you're you're interrupting. That's the you're thing. You're interrupting yeah. me, and they're like, "Can I excuse me?" And I'm like, "What do you want to hear?" And they're like, "Uh, I want. Can I request?" I'm just yeah. What is the song? You see, I I'm usually see, like that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, very I, that. I'm not that angry. I can be like that too. I'm it, not angry. You know, I'm just like, like give it man. to me right now because I'm Pause. I'm in the middle of some shit. And there. I think that's the thing. Like the most annoying thing about requests isn't really the request. It's that you're trying to talk to me while I'm working, mm -hmm. and that's and like no matter how you do it, like I'm going to probably be a little annoyed because I just prefer no one talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even annoyed. I'm just like give me the information, mm -hmm. and I, I got you. Yeah, and usually I'll be like. I'll give them thumbs up. Like I got yeah. you. Yeah, but I just want the song. Like I don't want you know. Yeah, they're in a the mix too. I'll be like, what about the when you gonna play it? I don't mind that. I'm nah. like, oh, I'm gonna play it. Oh, if I'm playing it and they're Are requesting, you play it it? can you play it next? If it's in the same BPM, I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Why not? What if it's yeah. not? If it's not, I'll I'll try to figure it out. What well, they're asking you to play it next? It the oh, how big is it? Yeah, I mean, like yeah, I, mean, I would just be like, I don't even worry about that. I'd be like, if I if I get to it, I get to it at that okay. point. Yeah, yeah. You so you don't have these extended. Uh, conversations. No, no, no. Yeah. no. You just hate. <laughs> what do you want to hear? No, like, no. That no. That's I, I'm like, depending on my mood. I'm like that too. But new, lately, I've just been like, they're like, when are you gonna play? And I just, I'm just like, when the time's right. Yeah. And it just. Kinda, I can't believe people are still saying, 
uh, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. Can you play it now? Yeah, that's so. Yeah. I don't get that too that's much. That's not a motivation. And factor. I gotta say, <laughs> like in general, I don't really get a lot of requests, and when I do, like they're not that bad. Like I. I kind of think DJs complain about requests as such a little bratty thing in the first part. When I like to talk about it the way we are, like the psychology behind it is yeah. fun. But like when you go on Facebook and DJs are just bitching about like this guy, like come on, man. Well, because in a way it's like it's compromising our intelligence. Yeah. You're kind of saying, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to go ask you so I can tell right. you what to do. I, I used that one. You know, <laughs> I was like, I know what I'm playing for the rest of the night. Because like they started to... They started to request when there was only like 15, <laughs> 20 minutes left. And, uh, you know, I was in like a good house groove. I, I've been really liking playing house suit lately. Just like mm-hmm. the commercial crossover yeah, yeah. stuff. You know, like the Calvin Harris and shit like mm-hmm. that. It's just like it, when, when that shit goes off, uh, it looks like what I think a good dance floor should look like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as like exhibitionist with like hip hop where like there's not like as much rap snapping and twerking and all that. That sounded really old the way I said that. But uh, yeah, so I was playing that and I knew exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of the night. Dude wanted to hear uh, some hip hop and I was like, nah, I'm just like, I know exactly where I'm going now. You know, he was like, all right, all right. <laughs> you can also just tell him like, you know, the last three hours were for you. <laughs> yeah, the right, last right. 15's for me. That, that's, when I annoy, that's when requests annoy me too. Yeah. When like you've intentionally switched it up. Because you've been doing something for so long, mm-hmm. and they, and within five minutes, someone come, and you know they're going to request hip hop. You know right. what I mean? Because you stopped playing hip hop. That's a, that's an interesting thing that kind of I get confused about. Like if we were on this journey together, like if we were on this journey together, I was DJing, you were dancing for the last hour and a half, mm-hmm. two hours. You don't get it that I'm eye to eye with you guys, right. right? You know, you don't get it that like we're in the same boat. And like you don't trust me enough at that point after this yeah. two hours or an hour and a half of music to just be like uh, let him let him right live. or, or you can't doing. you can't bear for ten minutes yeah. to not hear your shit that's what annoys me about but it. but I'm trying to think from a, a perspective of a guy if I was in the crowd trying to talk to a girl let's say we're dancing and then all of a sudden some weird shit popped on <laughs> but like you fucked this whole shit up I'm yeah. gonna go to the DJ booth. <laughs> You know what I mean? And the girl's like, why is he playing that? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. but, like, but that's when you like leave. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I mean, you guys you guys tell me about the request. I, I haven't been too mad about it. I, yeah, I don't get mad either. I just think it's funny to talk about. Sometimes they just crack me up, man. Like yeah. I remember when Despacito was big, this girl wow. came in. It was like five after 10, right after it opened. She hit me with like the triple. She was like, it's my birthday. We're leaving soon. Can you play Despacito? <laughs> It's it my was, favorite song. And it was 10.05. No one else was there. And I was like, you know what? Sure. <laughs> I was like, you just nailed you, all the angles. Like, I'm so impressed with how you did, like, every annoying thing yeah. in one request. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like it. It's, if it's 10.05 and you're the only one there, who cares? What if they come back, like, five minutes later? because you didn't Yo, play? that happened when In My Feelings was out. <laughs> when it first came out. And this yeah. girl was bugging me to play it. And, um... I was like, yeah, I'll get to it, man. It's a little early for that. It's a big song right now. And she sent, she did the thing where she sends her friend up to make it look yeah. like it's another request. That's yeah. another one. I'm like, you're not getting me with that one. Man. Come on. I'm watching everyone in this room, you know? And uh, I was like, tell your friend we're going to get to it. And uh, and then she, and I was like, and even though I was like trying to stand my ground, like I was like, man, I might as well like try and work it in maybe a little earlier than normal. <laughs> so I did. And G seriously came up within five minutes and asked for it again. And I was like, you know I just played it. 
And I was like, that's childish. <laughs> she was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. I mean, come on. That's like when you're a little kid and you keep rewinding a song like 10 times. Yeah. You know, like that's. Like, she what, didn't get it? No, she was really like bugged out by it. I was surprised, man, because she, did, she didn't really look like that type of girl. Like she looked like, I don't know. I don't know, like that type of girl. Like she didn't look like a brat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was, she was just, no, I was weird, man. <laughs> the, the level of judgment that we place <laughs> for what a person looks like and what they what were they're requesting, right? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, isn't that good DJing? Like, for, like a big part of it is kind of being able to read people, you know, like, yeah. like, and make like assumptions that pro- that aren't always correct, but like usually are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the what body I mean? language yeah. read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it when like a group of girls are there and the one girl requests a song. And then she goes back to her crew, and the song doesn't play maybe for two songs. Yeah. And then there's like the one girl that's like, "Let me do it." Oh. <laughs> you know, the, the say, like the <laughs> like she's gonna save. Like he, I got this. He's gonna. I'm gonna convince him. I got right. It. I, I have. Got it. Oh, did I, you ever get the one? Did you ever get one, ones? You know? This could be a guy or a girl yeah. where they're like they're putting in their like. Uh, marketing business degree techniques that they learn or you know like damn the, that's very <laughs> like the, like oh man i'm trying to think of an example you're just like uh you're a good dj man you know uh what do you think we get on a blah 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 you play this for me and then yeah. uh, they'll be like you know the, like they'll, they'll be using these techniques that i know I, they learned in class of like how to like <laughs> <laughs> hobnob with people and I'm like, I, I loved your set your yeah, set yeah, right. yo, they, they, you're, they you're set killing you it right yeah, now yeah. This, but, but I was wondering if you can get a chance we got a few people over yeah. here you know? <laughs> <laughs> they would love it yeah. if you could play blah 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 I, I, I've gotten that a few times I've gotten finessed like that a few times yeah yeah, yeah. they set you up with the you're doing an amazing job. And I used to say, oh, thank you. And I turn around. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do it like, like when you're not in a good mood and someone comes up and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And you're like, I just want to say you're killing it right now. And you're like, oh, thanks, man. You ever get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that just happened to me the other night. And I was like, yeah, that's what's up, man. Thank you. And they didn't ask for anything? Nah. That's just, great. Like, they just shout it out. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, I get that's the thing, Len. For every like annoying request, I feel like I have a positive experience, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I play for cool people, man. I can't complain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. I mean, I guess in the end of it all, uh, you know, we're just playing songs, getting paid to do it, yeah, man. I mean, you know, like that's that's what I always crack up when I see people getting really mad or like over analytical and just salty about DJing. I'm like, yo, it's DJing, man. Like, this isn't like we're not figuring <laughs> a cure for cancer. You know, we're it not. just it just gets really serious because when you're making a living off of this shit and yeah. you're really depending on that shit. Yeah, that's I think that's the thing though. Is like, yeah. uh. I've never been afraid to like just get another job if I had to, you know. Mm. And I think that's the fear that people don't want to do. They don't want. They don't want to get a re- like a job. The, the nine to five. Yeah, yeah. Which I understand, man. I understand. And and DJing is like good money. So even bad DJ money is good money compared <laughs> to a regular job. I mean, that's I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that's why everyone's <laughs> becoming a right, DJ. Right. And I'm I'm wondering if everyone, uh, if the playlist generation, if motherfuckers just making playlists. Is is feeding into their their head of like oh I could, I could actually DJ, and the passing of the aux chords and all of mm. this stuff right. I feel like everyone's comes like I feel like that's what made us do it though right. A little yeah. bit yeah. Make, make With me I was just such an obsessive tapes. collector of music, you know. Mm-hmm. I had like all these tapes. I had like the um, the Columbia House, you know, the ten CDs for a penny. You remember? That? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Oh, that was the biggest scam. Ever, I, I right? never paid anything. For yeah, me neither. No. no. 
but I had like four different ones under fake names, and I just had like all these tapes and CDs. Yeah, and I, was I remember like, that. Shit. I got it. I would just collect hip hop. Oh, so know? you wouldn't pay for shit? No, I never had. I never bought anything. Yeah, nah. we used to get CDs for free. I don't know how that worked. I don't know anyone that did. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, was I the only talking. asshole that paid for? Something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you really, weird. you really <laughs> bought the seven ninety nine? You were like, you need to buy seven within the next three yeah, years. Yeah, and I was like, oh, let me try this, and I was like, wait, this is expensive. I'm paying twenty four dollars <laughs> for a CD. Yeah, I. Yeah. One, I was like 14. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. go into my bank account? Like, what do you like? What I was a little mean? older when I did the Columbia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was but young. I was, yeah. But, uh, but I, I would like, I had this crazy hip hop collection, and I would like write um, all the tracks in a notebook, and I would bring it to school, and I would let dudes pick out like a dollar a song, and I'd make like a compilation. Holy thing. shit. I did you that too, I mean? but it didn't charge anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was kind of honored if you just like <laughs> listened to me, but no, like some people would do it, and then like, I had like the book and I had like all the uh, logos. I had like EPMD logo, Wu Tang logo. Wow. And someone stole the book. Wow. And I, I was like, why would you just steal a book with songs written in it? But I, I don't know what that was. But that, that like, looked fly then. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was like, you know, you're like a teenager. You just <laughs> made time to just like write stupid shit on a book. But so that made be like, all right, I need to like do something with this. And so I kind of, it took me a while. I bought like a turntable that didn't have pitch adjustment, you know, mm -hmm. for like 75 bucks and then a tape deck. And I would be like, how do they mix? Because there was no speed adjustment. I could hear what was wrong, but I would uh, just kind of like cut over a tape. Yeah, yeah. And then I finally found one that had the pitch. I was like, that's how they do it. They mix it. <laughs> no internet, man. You know? It was a dope That's time, where low man. budget comes from. You know? It's just like everything was oh. just like a dumb. Is that where the name came from? Yeah. Wait, just, where, where did Holotronics come from? Oh, because it was when... Uh, it was when like everyone was like saying holler, you're like but when oh, Babylon's yeah, yeah, holler yeah. back, you know, like Jay Z, holler, holler, you know, yeah. DJ Clue, like was, yeah. you know, and uh, so I was just like the saying, and so we were kind of like trying to think of a name, and we were like, all right, so we we're doing like we're playing like a lot of like Miami bass and electro, so it should be like Tronics, and we were just like Holotronics, just wow. for, like the hip hop, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it worked. Dope. But now we'd be, like go to, and we'd be like, do you think this? Like when people would book us, I'd be like, "Do you think they're going to want to hear more holler or more tronics?" And that would be like, "Is it going to be a hip hop crowd or like right. a hipster crowd?" You know, like what's it like? Because people were booking us back then, but I don't know if they even knew what they wanted us to do. It was just like a hot name, you know. Mm -hmm. That's, That's dope. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, is there anything else we want to touch on right mm -hmm. now? Pause. Wait, wait. You you have a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Art. Art? Yeah. Awesomely <laughs> Righteous Dudes? Yeah. That, well, that's just an acronym we made for it, but it's really just Art. <laughs> it's Art just Podcast? Awesomely Righteous Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it two white guys? Uh, it's no. got to be all white guys. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, Joe's not. Joe. Oh, I don't know. What is... <laughs> It was Palestinian. Is that white? It's Palestinian? Yeah. yeah. It's minority. Yeah, it's a minority. Yeah. Yeah. We just needed to figure something out to put. We just wanted to call it ARD. Because that's like if you're texting someone. <laughs> yeah. Like, Phil, like Philly, like if you, instead of like all right. Like, you know, in New York would be like all right. Yeah. In Philly, it's ARD. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, like ARD. Yeah. Yo, meet me over here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look mad. This is the first time I've ever like, heard I'm of this. I'm not feeling that. <laughs> you don't like R? I kind of, I can hear it though. Like, it's you and like I said, yeah. Philly pronounces their R's, man. We're, we're, uh, we're different. Art. I can art. hear it, yeah. Like, oh, let's meet up to eat art. art. So it's you and Dirty South Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. And we just got, um, Jaber is going to be producing it. He is, uh, he worked with Cosmo at Scratch Academy, mm -hmm. the uh -huh. Philly version. So, um, 
Yeah, so he's going to start working on it. We're figuring some shit out now. We're like in a re- regrouping phase. Yeah. <laughs> regrouping? Yeah. You guys are hiatus. Hiatus yeah. is a good word. That's yeah. a good word. There's a lot of podcasts coming out. Yeah. yeah. A lot of DJ podcasts. The good thing with, with, it, with it, though, is like they don't come on at a certain time, so there's no competition, really. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not like you, radio. Huh? It's not like a radio right, show right, at a certain right. time. Like, I like, I like baseball. I, I subscribe to, like, four Phillies podcasts, and I get hype when every one of them drops. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you want a certain type of content, you're going to Yeah, I do the same thing for baseball podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Oh, I'm yeah. A, I'm, yeah. Right. I'm, what do you call it? With, with the podcast, with the DJ podcast, there's so many coming out. Is there I, really? See, I feel like when we started it, I didn't. I, like, obviously, there's you yeah. guys, and maybe like two or three other ones, but a lot of them are mixes, aren't they? Yeah, a lot of them. A are lot mixed. of them started out as mixes, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of them started. Be, I just don't like it when it's like kind of like instructional or like they're trying to like drop knowledge, like forcefully mm-hmm. drop knowledge. Yeah. I just think it should be like kind of a representation of like what you what you and your homies in that city talk about right yeah. right right I, I really like that I with ours we kind of like me know? and joe both both worked at the record store so yeah. we have this kind of so our take is kind of like the record nerd like, maybe like we're gonna like tell you if you need a joint or yeah, if something's yeah. trash a you know barbershop I mean? talk yeah yeah like that. and then um you know just bring it on our friends yeah i think that's what it should be it should mm-hmm. be like just kind of like an open window to yeah. To like you and your boys and or whoever the fuck is in it and 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 represent the city it's in because yeah. that's really I think the most interesting part yeah of any podcast right really right right and like where the can they f- where can they find it at because I'm trying to find it and I can't find it <laughs> maybe we need to make it easier to find <laughs> it should be uh, <laughs> it's on iTunes and all that shit Spotify oh is it yeah, I yeah, just yeah. search our podcast and nothing came up uh, maybe we should name it something different awesome I like Crooked, Crooked doesn't like it it's like A period RD period yeah but maybe just ARD right like yeah. skip oh, the so, acronym so shit so you gotta you know? put you gotta put awesomely righteous dudes yeah see maybe that's too it. much maybe we just I do like ARD ARD yeah. Yeah. ARD DJ talk simplify it ARD podcast mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. I don't know. Fifteen man. episodes in. Yeah, that's good. Congrats. Yeah, well, we got so many like DJs locally that we can just holler at. You yeah, know, that easy. like have good stories. You know, yeah. we haven't even like cracked the surface with it. But uh, <laughs> that's great. I mean, I'm yeah, not feeling hard though. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna check <laughs> it out. How do, you, how do you go from Hollertronics, which is like a pretty <laughs> awesome fucking name, <laughs> Epic, to hard? That's it. It's that's the evolution, man. It's that's like it's like getting older. Like at first you're super hype, and then you're just like, all right. All right. Is it is it a good podcast? It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. <laughs> you should you check it to out. The it's hard. You listen to the All Right podcast. Hard, <laughs> <laughs> but it's more like a uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a Philly thing, man. You just don't get it, man. Yeah, I just don't, just don't, don't make me boo you right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> boo. That's what the podcast is. What's your Philly dudes boo? Hey, you feeling this boo? Definitely, it's a boo segment. It's just us criticizing everything. Oh, I would just, listen to that. Yeah, 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 yeah just yeah. talking shit. Nah, okay. I try and I try and make it a little positive, but I'm just realistic. Like, I'm just like I don't. Need, I'm not gonna need this for the club you know what I mean? yeah like maybe it might work but i can't believe some shit's not working that is the uh but whatever we're glad that you're on the west coast it's been a few years yeah right? man yeah yeah it's great it's great to be here every time i uh come out i, I like it you yeah, know? yeah yeah, yeah. come out to the west a little bit more i will yeah, definitely I will. yeah, I yeah. Will. and start seeing you out here um yo lo thank you for coming thank through, you man. guys so thank much you, man. appreciate it's it so much brother yeah man and uh you got some advertisement shit that you want to get to. 
youtube.com slash road podcast like comment and subscribe hit the notification bell to get every video on friday and uh yeah shout out to dj city man and we out peace, peace.